Close your eyes and imagine, feel the magic. Vegas on acid, seen through East St. Laurent glasses. I realize that I've arrived cause it took me during the magazine to kill my vibe. Does he write his own rhymes? Well, sort of. I thank him. I mean, I forgot better shit than you ever thought of. Man, is he really that caught up? I ask when they talk about classes, do my name get brought up? I remember I couldn't afford a Ford Escort or even a four-track recorder. So it's only right that I let the top drop on the drop-top portions for yourself. That's important. Stripping ain't portion. She get tips from any man. Then a fat friend, her nickname is Minivan. Excuse me, that's just a henny, man. I smoke, I drink. I'm supposed to stop. I can't breathe. Polo, Polo Shorty, big motherfucking logo. It's your boy. You already know who it is. It's your boy Imani Brown. You know what I mean? Catching plays podcast, yeah, I mean? nigga. What it is. What's happening? Hey, that was uh that was Yay, right? Yay, man. Yes, I yeah. knew it. I knew it. I knew that. I yeah, knew that. You got you got it. I'm glad we said it for the audience. Yeah, for hell those yeah. Who may not what know. uh which song was that though? That uh, was Diamonds. Diamonds remix. That was yeah. the uh that diamonds uh yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, hell yeah. Yeah. I wasn't real. sure if it was that other one. Uh what's that shit? Um the one that that flash and lies, lies. okay, yeah, yeah. I was getting those two confused. That's but a great record too. Catching plays podcast was happening, man. What's cracking? What's going on? We are uh, we are back. Um, late again, but still arriving. Yeah, 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 yeah. We we <laughs> hey man, honestly, my uh my routine has been fucked off these last like two weeks. weeks yeah, you know, but uh, I'm gonna get back into routine. I, I'm back into routine. I got you. What, yeah, what 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 went on this weekend? Because I know you had a, a adventurous weekend. Um. So basically, uh, I basically went on a little tour. Yeah. I went on a little tour. Um, with the Yodis. You know, some of our guests that we had a couple weeks ago. Shout out to the Yodis. Yeah. Shout out to them. Shout uh. Out to them, bro. Yeah. Went on a little tour, a little baby tour, whatever. We uh went to that show out there in Fresno. And then we went to the show in Sacramento, but they were on the Blueface tour. Okay, yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they were on tour. opening up. For yeah, they were opening up. Yeah, they was opening up for Blueface. Honestly, they they honestly, bro, they know how to perform, bro. The yeah. thing that's crazy, the only thing that the only thing that was kind of like stopping them from from their performance from being great, stopping their performance from being great, was the crowd just didn't know. Who they were Yeah I mean the crowd Doesn't know the music They don't right. know them They're not familiar with them Yet Ex- Yet right. Exactly Yeah They just didn't know Who they were But they They are good at Getting the crowd Into it though Got you Like yeah. they're good at doing it They probably that. want some people over Yeah they probably Yeah, I mean, yeah that, for that, sure That's the, that's for the sure. purpose Of opening up for, You know for sure Exactly and, you know, Exactly You know so I know they, they they for sure Want some people over Uh, So it was pretty cool You know we went to the show In Fresno Fresno was uh that's man Fresno is so trash. The you have you ever been there? No, I never been there. I, I, you don't I, probably don't even know where it's at. I huh? don't have no, I have no, no clue. So the thing, the thing is crazy. Like when you when you actually leave L.A. Yeah, or when you leave the Bay. Right. There's nothing in California. Bro. Okay, I got you. That's what people don't really understand. It's a big ass state. Yeah. But there's really nothing it's in California, bro. Regions. There's it's just so two because, regions. Yeah. There's two, and you know when you go past the Bay, there's still like. Six more hours of driving there's in more, California. There's more California. There's more past California the past the bay. What's like way up there? The Humble, really? In, yeah, Humble County. That's okay. where like all the weed is. That's like the weed okay. capital. All right, I got you. Um, I don't know my geography as well as I thought I did. Yeah, I don't really know what's in Bruh, Northern California. There's more Northern. There's more California after like Sacramento in the bay. 
That's, that's wild. It's crazy, yeah. So what's, so what's Fresno? But I've been to Bakersfield, and I know that's a dump. Bakersfield can, is like Fresno. Okay, all right, I got you. Fresno and Bakersfield are the same shit. They're just it's just a dump. It's just a dump. You know what I'm saying? So you couldn't pay me to go back to Bakersfield, bro. You couldn't. You couldn't pay me to live in Fresno nor Bakersfield. You couldn't pay me. You, rather, you, you couldn't give you, me a free house. You rather just struggle here. I will struggle than, here. Than live in a free house in Bakersfield. Absolutely. I believe you. I, I No part of me ever want to go back to Bakersfield. No. Not at all. Zero. <laughs> That's I, and I was there for hours. For real? Not even a day. I was there for hours and I said, I hate this place. No, no, no. What was you doing out there? You was just fucking around or something? Had a little friend out there or something? Yeah, I had a bitch out there. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was a quick, quick trip. Hey, I had a little bitch out in Bakersfield yeah, too one time. I had yeah, like this little bitch out that there. That shit was whack. That that was some of the wackest pussy I've had in California Bro, too. I remember I went out there to Bakersfield and couldn't even get hard one time. My God. <laughs> this bitch. I, 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 I would have rather <laughs> have done that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this bitch. This bitch. But you have a kind of, you know that, you know the bed spread? The you know the first layer when you're making your bed? Not yeah. the top sheet, but the sheet that go literally on the bed. The one that wraps, wraps around, around the, the bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how you can't really fold that motherfucker? Yeah. So you just put it in your hands. <laughs> yeah, 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 like yeah, 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 yeah. Her pussy felt like you were sticking your dick in that wrapped up. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I was like, this bitch, why does oh. shit feel like a... That <laughs> <laughs> you, ever, you ever lose your remote in the sheets and you're trying to dig for it? Oh, that's nigga. what it felt like my dick was. I'm like, this bitch got too many like layers in her. Shirt. Oh, so she had like a meaty. She had like yeah, a fat it was, meat. Yeah, me- it was kind of like folded. I, I Wait, what? Shit, the pussy nigga. was folded. It wasn't folded, but it felt like the inside of the pussy. It felt like nigga was doing this, my nigga. Like it was like, I, I just don't know what it was, bro. Like it, it just felt weird, you know. But what I can say is that it was. It was trash. So I, I know. I know. I'm, I'm like having a tough time explaining it, but th- yeah. that's what it felt like, bro. It just. It just was whack. That's all I could say. And I was really. Like, yeah, and um, she was kind of like really into it, and I was like, I get the fuck out of here. <laughs> 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 hey, I gotta get the fuck out of here, man. Hey, it's crazy because it's crazy because like, bro, when you go to these middle like these middle California cities, like the center. And you know I like to call it I like to call it like the armpit of California. Gotcha. It stinks. That's yeah. why I call it the armpit. armpit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's really it stinks because they got all the, the farms and yeah, yeah, yeah. I was driving cow through like, and yeah, shit like that. Yeah, man. I seen all that farmland, yeah. all that shit. I was like, this shit. Why? It's like nothing in California. I, I always wondered. It's like why can't you know the government or whatever? Why don't they just build another LA instead of? Making the prices out here hella expensive just and build another. Why don't they just build another big city? It's enough room in this motherfucker. Yeah, it's so sure. much land in California that there's there's nothing there. Right. It's crazy, man. So, so uh, yeah, we was out there, um, bunch of groupies. You know, the thing that's crazy is watching these groupies. There was this girl that was in front. She was in like the front row, and she wasn't even bopping to his music or nothing. She okay. was just literally looking yeah, at him, ready to suck his yeah, dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just literally staring at him, like doing this shit, like playing with her, playing with she, her mouth. She had, she had the fire in eyes. Yeah, she had the fire in eyes. You, you, you could tell she was ready to suck some dick. You could tell. I was like, these bitches are crazy. Yeah, man. Yeah, um, groupie life is. Uh, and even just me being backstage, even me just being backstage, it was kind of like, it was like, like if the if they knew that I was connected to the artist in any type of way, they would be on me. They'd be like. Like who was this nigga? Like who was who was you? Who was you? Da 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 da. 
and they try to get in good with me or they try to fuck with me, whatever it is. Yeah. But I couldn't do it though. It was it, it seemed like it was a lot of young bitches in there. What you mean, like eighteen? Yeah, like eighteen okay, and shit you. like that. Maybe even younger because I seen kids that, in there. That's his fan base. Yeah, yeah, Blue for face. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a very youthful fan base. Very, right? very yeah. young. Yeah. What? Like it was it was kids in there. It was eight year olds in there. Oh, really? Yes. There was these kids in the Sacramento show. There was these kids. Because it there. is all ages, right? It's all ages. Got you. But he's cursing. I don't know. What it is. Yeah. I, I, I've been to a I've been to a few concerts that were all ages, and literally all, all ages, ages can go in there. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Six years old. You six. If you like, if you like Blueface, has six, and it was actually like some little five year olds in there rapping his songs and hella shit, sitting at the bar. Unbelievable. Yeah, bro. So it's crazy, man. Yeah, well, so, um, but shout out to the Yodis, man, for being on tour. Man. Yeah, shout for out to sure, Blueface. Man. Hell um, yeah. The album's coming out soon. Um, find the beat. Hell yeah, man. So, so the uh, the goddamn that boy Rick, bro. He love he, bro. He 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 know how to perform, and Vic know how to perform too, man. And I'm actually like, you know, happy to see that shit. So they got a great stage presence. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, man. Um, my weekend was kind of quiet um, for the most part. I did go to like a little Hall- Halloween function. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, that, w- that was cool. I actually had a good time there. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? So that was that was, that was was cool. But other than that, I just laid low. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I seen you sipping though. You, you, you had like oh, a little- Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I had- uh, You had the little crown. I had crown. I had crown vanilla. Yeah. And, and, and crown- um, yeah. oh, I'm glad you brought that up, Amani. I had crown um, vanilla and I had crown apple, but I did right. some player shit and I kind of just want to put the, the the G's onto this. I took the crown vanilla. Uh-huh. I took a couple scoops of butter pecan ice cream. Okay, and I put it in a in a little glass. Uh-huh. About three or four scoops. Right, that shit sound fire. Then I put the crown vanilla in the glass. Put some whipped cream on top and then sprinkle some cinnamon. That on top of that, fire. my nigga, that shit was sweet. It was fucking strong because the liquor gets stronger when it mixes in with the with the oh, ice cream. Shit. And then with the little hint of, of cinnamon with the whipped cream, that shit was Bro, fire. That sounds wanna... like a Starbucks Duh, liquor. That it, sounds like a Starbucks. <laughs> my nigga, if you want to do like some little fly shit, like with your shorty or whatever, like, you know, a little, little, like, little sweet treat, little yeah. dessert, little sip, sip. Yeah. I gave y'all boys the recipe right there, boy. No, that's, that sounds great. Yeah, that's what shit. kind of ice cream was it? Butter pecan. Hagen Dazs butter pecan, Ooh, butter pecan man, with, oh, the, with the vanilla crown. That motherfucker sounds Whipped cream good. and a dash of cinnamon. That motherfucker sounds And this, the way I presented this shit, it just looked like it looked beautiful. Like, this shit was like, oh shit, okay. Damn. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, y'all boys, um, I'm just giving y'all a quick, little, quick little tip. I didn't want that shit tonight. Yo, that's I'm, I'm telling you. That shit sound like it my just, nigga. It if just you taste good, dog. If you eat that, shit, let me know, dog, because that shit was legit to me. I took like one spoon. And I was like, oh wait, I done, <laughs> I done did it, boy. <laughs> Somebody ever do some shit and you just know yeah, you done yeah, did it, sure. yeah, my yeah, nigga. Yeah, like yeah, when I took yeah. that first, I was like, oh, I did it. Got him. Sound like Blueface. I was like, oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> got him, got him. So, um, but yeah, so my weekend was quiet, man. But I did have, and actually this weekend. I want to get adventurous again because um, they got the new white grape Ciroc. Mm-hmm. Have you tried it yet? Um, my homie told me that you know you 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 get the white grape Ciroc with the white grape juice, the Welch's Absolutely. white grape, Absolutely. and make it do what it do. Absolutely. So uh, I'm gonna see what that's about this weekend. Okay. What's the move this weekend though? Cause you know um, Halloween coming up and you know, Halloween is on Thursday. I want. I'm done with Halloween. I did as yeah. much for Halloween as I could yeah. do. So did you, you dress know. up or anything? 
yeah, I, you know, I, I did my, you know, as much as, as far as I could stretch it was I went as a baseball player. You know? <laughs> People saw me, they, I wouldn't even dress it. They were like, baseball player? I was like, yeah, I didn't even. <laughs> I, didn't, nah, I didn't even try to. I didn't even put on a, I didn't even put on a shirt yet. You know, they already knew I was a baseball player. You know, I look like a baseball player. Everybody knows <laughs> that about shit. me. So, <laughs> remember them girls in Vegas? Do you play baseball? Oh, nah, yeah, I remember that. You should have said yes. <laughs> I fucked up. I'm sorry. <laughs> but hey, we could potentially something could have popped off. Hey, uh, uh, I was um, I was looking at some old pictures and shit, and uh, I really seen like this little costume that I that I wore when I was a kid. I wore a lion onesie. My God, how a, old you? A lion onesie. I was about five. Okay, that's not, yeah. I was gonna guess about. I was a four, kid, five, so yeah. I'm looking at the picture. I'm like, man, if I can find something like that, you'll put it on. Then? I'll put it on. Oh my God. If I can find something similar, I'll put it on, and I'll, I'll fuck around for Halloween. But I don't know, man. I, I think just, my favorite um costume um as a kid, because I you know I haven't really like really 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 dressed up, and you know, so I was probably about 11, 12 years old. Probably yeah. the last time I really fully committed to it, but. Uh, I remember one year, I think I was about 10, I was a, a football player. Oh, like right, I had right, on the right, pads, right, yeah, the, pay, the pants, the cleats. Yeah, I had, yeah, yeah. yeah so, you know, the, the little, you know what I mean? Yeah, under yeah. my eyes or whatever, you know what I'm saying? The little makeup <laughs> under my eyes, the little black shit. And um, so, yeah, and I had I had a helmet and everything. Oh, I had shit. a Dolphins helmet. Oh, man, I was legit. So that was like probably one of my favorites. And also another time, um, I remember I was a Ninja Turtle. I really loved the Ninja Turtles when I was coming up. So I yeah. think I was Donatello or somebody. I think I probably wanted Michelangelo, but they were sold out. So I had to get Donatello. Yeah, but but it was still a cool costume because I had this, you know, he got the sword and shit. Yeah. Oh, no, but Donatello got the stick. So I had the little stick, the, the, the boa, they yeah. call it. So I had that shit. Hell yeah. Yeah, man. Shit, man. Yeah. If I, I don't know, man. I, I'm, I'm kind of just... I'm not really, and I'm not really excited about Halloween like that. But if I can find that shit, I'll do it. So, yeah, uh, free game of money. Yeah, let's get into this free game. Let's get man. into the free game. Yeah. So, what I want to talk about this week, man, is FOMO. We all know this phrase, FOMO, right? Fear of missing out. F O M O acronym, right? Uh-huh. FOMO, fear of missing out. I want to talk about the fear of missing out, but I want to add OP to it. So F-O-M-O-O-P, fear of missing out on pussy. Okay. And I think this is something that a lot of dudes get caught up in in the game, and it's something that we got to try to avoid. Mm -hmm. So what do I mean about fear of missing out on pussy? Example, you have a situation with somebody that you've been dealing with maybe for a couple of weeks or something like that. Absolutely. You may have kicked it with them one, two, three times or whatever, but nothing has popped off. Mm-hmm. You have potentially another person that you're kind of talking to. You have another opportunity. Maybe there's a party coming up or something like that, mm-hmm. whatever the situation may be. You hit me your money and say, yo, I got some girls over here, da 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 da, da. And I think to myself, damn, I don't know if I want to do something because I'm still cooking up with this situation over here. So you're basically saying I don't you don't want to have you you don't want to go and have fun. You're talking about for the men that don't that are afraid to go and have fun. Right. And go fuck with some bitches because right. they don't want to fuck up because what they got brewing. Potentially is brewing. Right. And to me, you know, a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. Mm-hmm. If you have something over here that can work and you can right. rock with, it doesn't make no sense to sit to be wasting time sitting over here waiting for something to brew. Right, right. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, right. Because nine, nine nine times out of ten, that situation that you waiting to brew on is not gonna come to fruition. Right. Again, even if it does, we already have said this several times. Anybody that's making you wait X Y Z long, right. 
for something generally nine times out of ten, it ain't really that good either. So mm. you, it's high risk and low reward in mm. that situation. So it's always best um, to, you know, let that kind of still cook if it can, but don't let it stop you or prevent you from going to get something new. And, and going to get a you know to taking advantage of a new opportunity or uh-huh. something that may pop up yeah. because you got a fear of missing out on this pussy right, because right, right. it's stifling you you shutting yourself down for somebody that ain't potentially ain't even thinking about you yeah, you understand sure, what I'm saying sure. you're sitting on your yeah. hands and this person is out living their life yeah, yeah. and then it, that don't even really one it lowers your confidence and two it don't even make you that attractive if the person's aware of it so look I'm gonna tell you this here we go. I was having this conversation today with with somebody, and he was just—I mean, you know—this was this was some shit that I actually knew already, but yeah. it kind of just brought brought it up, you know, and, and it kind of just made me want to talk about it. But um, nowadays, I'm not gonna lie to you, men—we're not there. Men aren't being men anymore. What are they being? Feminine. Okay. How so? They're being females. So I'm gonna tell you why. So, yeah. as a man. Um, and, and you know the thing is, I think it's I think it has a lot to do with social media, uh-huh. um, because social media kind of has us as men, fem- like men are more feminine now than I think men have ever been. Because you know niggas nowadays, niggas are doing anything for a bitch. Because now these girls got a they, these girls on Instagram, they got this crazy platform, you know, to where they're getting got at, they're getting gassed up on Instagram, heavy, heavy. Word. So you got these guys on, on Instagram that's doing whatever they got to do to try to get this woman. Yeah. And I think that the, the way that the way that, that, that things are going right now, bro, is we're, women are starting to become more masculine than the men are. Men are starting to become soft. Yeah, yeah. I think it is a bit of a role reversal um, going on. It's, just, it's a, it's a role game. reversal going on right now. Yeah. And it's, it's sickening. It's sickening. Yeah. Niggas aren't being men no more, and that is what it. That's what it comes down to. It, it, and 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 these females, they say they want a man. They they say they want to. They yeah. say they want to deal with somebody who's, you know, lovey dovey. They want a nigga that's gonna kiss on them and be there every second for them and be romantic. They they say they want that, but they don't really want that, bro. Uh, I agree with you 100%. They don't want that. I, I, I've i come to the conclusion they don't want that shit. I'm a big proponent of nice guys finish last. Everything Honestly. I've heard from a woman. Look, I'm not saying yeah. be a mean guy. I'm not saying be an asshole. I'm saying be a man. Yeah. Women want a man. They don't want a soft, a soft nigga that's, that's, that's there at her, at, at her every command. At her every beck and call. At yeah. her every, every, at her, exactly. Yeah. They don't want that. They want the dude that is going to be a man. And by that, by saying by saying this, I say that the guy that, what's the word you said? FOMO? FOMO, yeah. FOMO. Yeah, F-O-M-O. The guy that's yeah. acting like that, right. he's not being a man. No. He's sitting there on his, on his, on his ass waiting. Hoping. For, hoping. Keep checking waiting, the phone. Hoping. Keep looking. Right. Keep initiating conversation. Keep right. going on the shit. Right. And you know, for me, it's over. like, if you, don't, if you don't hit me back, I'm, I'm probably not going to text you back. You're not going to hear from me again. Let it ride. Let it if ride. you don't, if you don't text me back, you're not gonna hear from me, and that's just word to mother. But the guy that's in the FOMO space says, if I don't text her, maybe then then the conversation will just die out, and then I'll then you know she, you know maybe we'll just stop talking, and right. I'll miss out on the pussy. Right. Like he, he, that fear is just pushing right. him to do anything and everything. For you know what I do? Attention. You know what I do when I'm when I'm when I'm talking to a female, right? Yeah. 
when I'm talking to a female, and this is what a lot of men should do that have that 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 struggle with this FOMO. Got you. Um, and this is just part of being a man. Well, this is one 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 thing that has to do with being a man. So what I do if I text if I text a girl and she don't text me back, you know what I do? Delete. Delete I the delete thread. everything. Okay. Delete the thread yeah. number. So I have no way wow. of reaching out to her. Even so if I have that that urge to to you can't even do I it. I can't even do it because I don't got a number no more. Wow. I think that's I, I think that that's genius. <laughs> I really do. Because I'm a firm believer in out of sight, out, out of, of mind. mind. I love that. I love that. When I start talking to a girl, if a girl kind of curved me or you know, she go, you know, she 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 goes uh goes rogue on me or whatever the case may be via text. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I follow her on Instagram, I'll mute her. Before yeah. they had mute, I would just unfollow. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't even want to see you coming up on my top because right. it's bringing up that it emotion. Up that to, urge, oh, that I was emotion. so close. Oh, I almost had it. Oh, yeah. I, if I just, if I just exactly. would have texted her. You, exactly. you have this mentality where if I just would have texted her one more time, if I would just wouldn't have missed that call, yeah. if I'd have just called her just yeah. one more time, and maybe I just reached out that last time, if that party she was going to, maybe I would have just shown up and she would have seen me there and she was kind of drunk. You got all these fucking scenarios. Yeah. yeah. Because you're like, one other thing I could have done and I would have got the pussy. You know, I don't even save numbers, bro. Okay, I got you. I'll talk to a girl for a, for a while. I don't yeah. even save numbers. Right. I only The only time I save numbers is if I know for a fact that this is, this is, this is like my joint. Got like, you. This is my joint. Yeah. This other, is one of my joints. Otherwise. Like, otherwise, I'm not yeah. saving a number. Unless you're like completely locked in. Fam, I think it's a good idea, like you said, to um, if it's if it's if it's slow motion on you, um, yeah, just d- delete that text thread. I would say, yeah, you could go so far as to delete the number two if it's just like I'd that. I delete all I'd that, bro. I just say that online. Just I'd, keep it moving. I can't reach out to you, so the only way I will ever talk to you again is if you hit me, if up. You hit me up. And nine times out of ten, that's the end of it. Right. You know? Um, I was explaining this to somebody the other day. It was like, you know, now, you know, back in the days, you used to have to like go to the girl's house or mm-hmm. meet up somewhere and like formally break up with them. Mm-hmm. You know, things are not working out because of this and that. It's not mm-hmm. you, it's me. Right. You're a better person than me. You deserve better. You right, have to do right, all right, that. Right, right. Now, all you have to do when a person texts you, just don't respond. That's yeah. essentially the end of the. If a girl texts you and you don't text her back, that's the end of it. She's not yeah. gonna hit you up again. Yeah. If is from a guy to a girl, we might hit them up two, maybe three times right, on, right, a, on, right. a, on a on a on a far end, yeah. And then that's it. So like now, it's just the texting or not or lack thereof ends the relationship. Uh, that's crazy. It's like that. Though. That's that, and that's the reality. Of, that's dating in twenty nineteen. If I don't respond to your text, and you text me once or twice, we're done. We're never going to talk again. That's crazy. Ever. That's wild. Yeah. So another thing too. Yeah. Oh, go, go, ahead, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Mike. Oh, so. Basically what it is bro It's it's not even about You know when, when When I say that like Girls want a man When I say that girls Want to deal with a man They don't want to deal With a little Little pussy boy Yeah Um You gotta Like It's not only about Having other bitches Like it's not about Having hella hoes Or having multiple bitches To go Fall back on When, when this bitch Ain't fucking with it It's just about being a man It could be Simply like, oh, if if a girl hits you up talking about, oh, let's go do this, let's go do that, and you say, oh, no, nah, I'm about to go kick it with my guys today. Today, I feel like doing this. Today, I feel like doing that. It's not That's not being an asshole. Because not at all. People, people misconstrue being a nice guy because you can still be a nice guy. You can still be a great guy, but you got to be a man. And by being a man, that's 
nah, instead of instead of uh, pulling up on you today, I'm going to go and do this. Check the homies, yeah. I'm going to go kick it with the homies. Right. You know, instead of uh, conforming to what you want me to do, I'm going to do what I want to do. That's not being an asshole. But you can still be a nice guy and do that. Yeah, for sure. For you know sure. what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like that. that's what women want. They want a man. This is why, um, uh, and so this is right, right to your point when I was getting ready to say, when you have the, the mentality, um, when you don't have an, a, a, an abundance mentality and an abundance mindset, you think that this girl in front of you is like the last girl. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I used to go out and like when I would pick a girl up for a first date, you know, now I don't even do this no more. Right, mm-hmm. but back in the day, I would pick drive Wait, to you a don't, girl's so house. So you don't go on dates no more. Not, not really. Like not where I'm picking you up from your crib and we're going somewhere. I used to do it. Meet like up. That. You do yeah, a meet up. Yeah, meet up. Yeah, we'll do a meet me at the restaurant. You know, but I, I used to actually like drive to girls' houses and stuff like that, pick them up and then head out and then drop them back off. So when I, I would know, do, when's the last time I did that? Fam, I did, this, I'm talking about years ago. You know, what I'm saying? I don't know when's the last time I you did. Know what I mean? See what I'm saying? Right, Ooh, but like shit. I can remember a time where I did that, and um, I get in a, the girl gets in the car, and I'm playing. I think the specific time I'm thinking of, I was playing John Legend's first album, Get mm. Lifted, which is a great album, by the way. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's when he was. Yeah, that's when he was black that's John Legend, dope. right? Yeah, There's yeah. certain people that we lost them at a certain point. They weren't yeah. really black anymore. Yeah, for sure. Holly Berry was black like up until like Boomerang or mm. Losing Isaiah, and mm. then she was gone. We ain't have her no more. Yeah, we lost her. You know, John Legend, after the second album, Home, uh, Home Again, then he just, when the Revolver album came out, then he just went to white yeah, people. Yeah. And he's, he's been gone ever yeah, since. Yeah. So, you know, anyway, we've lost people in the wind. But <laughs> nevertheless, <laughs> but back when John Legend was black, um... I was playing his album in the car, mm-hmm. and the girl says, "Ugh, do we have to hear this?" And I'm like, "What? What you mean? This, this is this is John Legend. Like, what you like? What you mean? Like, oh, I don't. I mean, I don't. I just don't want to hear this. I'm like, wow. okay. So what do I do? I'm like, well, what you want to hear? Mm-hmm. You know? And uh, oh, I don't know. Just put on something else or put on the radio. Whatever. And so, Amani, at that point in time, I have a FOMO mentality. I'm like, let me play play something else. Let me play what she likes. Right. And what she wants to hear because I don't want this date to go bad. And then at the end of it, I can't get no pussy because I was playing the wrong music. Right. Fast forward a little bit later in life, I'm in a car with a girl. Mm -hmm. And oh, this was actually uh, last year. Uh, I'm playing Kid Cudi. And she's like, um, no more of this. Mm-hmm. Like, no, no, no more of what? What, you're, what we're playing here? I said, "This is Kid Cudi. What are you? What are you talking about?" Yeah, yeah. Like she said, "Oh, I just, I don't like." I'm like, if anybody knows me, you get in Brie Polo car. You, you're listening you, to what you, I'm you're listening. You're listening to, to what you're listening to, Kid Cudi. Yeah, I like Kid Cudi. Right. I like Scott Meskety's music. You don't like Kid Cudi? Don't get in my ride because you <laughs> like to hear some Kid Cudi when right, you get right. in my car. You about to hear some Cudi, right? So. I'm telling her, yo, this is what I'm like, this is what I'm on right yeah. now. Like, I'm on my Cuddy playlist right, right now. Like, you know what I'm saying? If you don't want to hear Trapped in My Mind, you need to go ahead and step outside this vehicle. Yeah, you we know can still saying? talk and right. hang out, yeah. but just step outside. Step outside, <laughs> yeah. If, if teleport to me don't mean nothing to you, that's perfectly fine. <laughs> but I'm going to drop you right off right over here by this Dairy Queen. <laughs> 
you can get, you can go in there and get you a strawberry shortcake and think about what you want to listen to in your car. <laughs> so old me was afraid to say something that was off kilter from what, what was conducive That's to what a woman That's how we are as men. Want. That's how we are as men. Now as a grown man, I'm like, man, you going to listen to what the fuck I'm yeah, playing you or you can get the fuck out of it. You going to like it. Either you going to like it or you got to go. Now guess what happened? Right. At the end of the day, we got back to the crib. After I was playing Cuddy the whole time, you know what happened to money? Bust, bust down. Knocked it all the way down. Bust down. And you got it the way you wanted it. The way it. I wanted it. You know what I'm saying? And look, the thing about it is, because this has happened to me a lot of times too. Mm -hmm. Let me give another example. I went on a date with this chick and I was wearing foam posits. Mm -hmm. The girl told me, oh, God. I ugh. hate foams. I hate foam. I hate those shoes you're wearing. Oh, God. I hate those shoes. And I'm like, whoa, what these? You don't like these are foams, baby. Yeah. Oh, I don't like those. Those are like space shoes. I never like guys that wear those. I'm like, oh, okay, okay, okay cool. I'm keep wearing them. I, I, the second time I saw her, foams. I put them on another pair. You know what she did? She topped me. <laughs> In the foams. In the foams. And I'm looking at, as she's talking, I'm looking at her. You defiant you, you motherfucking you bitch. Motherfucking. I, hey, you know what I, you know what's crazy? I hate bitches, bro. I hate bitches, bro. I love them. I love them to death, but yeah. I really hate them, my nigga. So this is the thing, money. <laughs> don't let the woman tell you, oh, I don't like your shirt. I don't like this. And then you, you start buckling. Oh, for real? Like, oh, 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 I got okay. some pity loafers in the closet. Yeah, I put on some Air Maxes then. No, bro. Bitch, no. This, is what, this is how the fuck I and dress. That's all this it is, is. That is all it is when we say, don't be a nice guy. But be a man. Be a man, man. Don't be no asshole, cause that's different. You when you if you trying to go out here and you think that you by you being an asshole, you're gonna win and you're gonna you're gonna score and everything gonna work for you. No, it's not gonna work for you because you're an asshole and nobody wants to be around an asshole. But women wanna be around a man, a nigga who stands by what he believes in. Stand on your own too. Stand on your own too, man. Sure. Don't don't have a don't, backbone. Have a got, backbone. If you got in a game, girl that's talking about, oh don't I don't want you doing man, do that shit. The more and more she tell you don't do it, do it. You know what I'm saying? Because you you don't need a woman in your life that's going to sit here and try to... Because really what's going to happen, she's going to try to tell you what to do in your life, right? She's going to try to tell you what to do. She's going to be like, I don't want you doing this. I don't want you doing that. I don't want you doing it. And you're going you're gonna to stop, right? You know, you would be like, all right, I'll stop, I'll stop, I'll stop. And she's going to go and fuck another nigga that she met at the club. Of course. She's going to go fuck another nigga that's, doing, that's being a man. <laughs> <laughs> and you, and she got you as a boyfriend, and you just doing whatever she wants you to do. My God! And she gonna go give that pussy away to a man. Quick, quick, quick! Understand the power of money of the word no. What you mean? Every now and again, a woman's gonna ask you to do something, and your answer is no. Like no. And at, at least if you don't want to do it. No, no, I'm just saying. Yeah. Like, if you don't mind, if you want to do it, then do it. Like, right, yeah, you know no, but saying? no, but it doesn't, because, you know, as guys, there's a lot of, you know, there's this whole thing, happy wife, happy life, and all that, right? right. So it's like, go along and get along, and just, you know, we have to buckle down and just do things we don't want to, and that's fine, because I do believe in compromise, particularly in mm -hmm. a relationship. But I also believe in, as a man, there's times 
that come along where this the answer is no. It's just no. You no. no I don't know a woman that want to feel like they can run over their man no, and everything they bro. say just goes no. and it's, it's just perfectly fine no. and whatever. Baby, no. please, you know, please, no. please, baby, baby, please, don't get mad, don't get upset. Okay, okay, no. okay, okay, okay. No. At a certain point in time, is no right now. Is no later today. Is no when we wake up tomorrow. Is no when we get to your mama house. Is no when we pick up the kids. Is <laughs> no before we go to bed. No. Bitch, I said no. No, and that's it. And your woman on, will bro. respect that. She's she, gonna respect. She, she the might fuck give you a lot that. of pushback. She gonna. She, she gonna give you. But an when attitude. she turn over on on that pillow, Armani, she gonna respect you. She said, "Yeah, okay, he, this he, nigga, he, man. he a real nigga. He, he a real nigga. nigga. He, he a man. Nigga. I like he my man. nigga. I like my exactly, nigga. exactly. She like she like that exactly. shit. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. You told her no, she ain't get away. But she like that. That ain't flying. But I'm I'm doing I'm doing this regardless. So what you what you want? You want to fight? Yeah. What we gonna do? We don't. You want to fight about it? Answer is fucking no. Right. It ain't no all the time. It ain't no for every goddamn thing. But on this particular matter, the answer is Is no. no. That's it. And your woman to say, I got a man. I got a backbone. He'll stand up to me. He'll check me. Y'all got to, some of y'all don't know how to have a check system in a relationship. This might be a whole nother thing, but some of y'all don't believe in a check system. And that's why you having problems in a relationship, man. There's certain times when your woman come with some goofy shit, you got to tell her, stop. Yeah. Stop that. Like Beanie Siegel said, stop that, Aki, before I put shots to your body. Right. Okay. Real talk. Real talk. Real talk. (laughs) Let's stop, man. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's a check system in a relationship, money. If you don't have that, y'all not going far. Yeah, you you can't, bro. Because I'm gonna tell you right now, like we as men, bro, we do, we will, we will do anything for some pussy. You know, it be niggas, it be niggas that that just meet a girl. They just meet a girl and they be like, oh, let me take you out to eat. Let me take you out to let me get let me go buy you some food just to get the bitch's time. Wait, like. Just to get her time. Let me no. take you out to eat. Let me like that's trash to me. I mean, no. honestly, like, look, I'm I'm all for doing fun shit. I'm all for doing fun shit. I don't get me wrong. I'm not saying don't do fun shit. Yeah. I'm all for that. But you know damn well, my nigga, you just ate an hour ago. <laughs> now you just try to go to feed her. Now you just, just want to feed her just to get her time. You a you a you a hoe for that, man. That's I agree. just hoe shit. I, I think agree, to man. me, I agree. There is a certain element in the dating game, and I hate it, and I try to avoid this um, to the max. I'm one of the best at it, but there is a thing called pay to play, and I understand that part of the game. I try to avoid it. Some of you guys, some of you guys utilize that a lot. Some right. of y'all like the pay to play game. Y'all 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 actually you know y'all y'all relishing that, but mm. I'm not the one that that it really moves like that. But at a right. certain point. When you're just going out of your way to do shit you don't even fucking do. Right. Just that's, to, tr- that's, that's, just to that's try to get I'm some saying. time with a bitch. That's what I'm saying. That's corny, man. That's what I'm saying. That's corny. It's when you do shit that you don't even it do. Dude, man. Like you said, you just ate an hour ago. Now you're telling, oh, you want to yeah. go get some meat? Okay, what? Well. Right. Bro, you just ate. What are you doing, bro? <laughs> the fuck? You got, you got, you meal prepped all week. Yeah. Are you down to your last dime and you're going to spend your last 20 to take her, you know, so just to get some time in it? You're going to starve for the next three days, but you had that time with her. Even if she do give you some, it wasn't worth it, man. Y'all niggas, y'all, all y'all niggas is spending too much on the pussy, and that means time, energy, and money. You spending way too much on the pussy. You know what I'm saying? Honestly, I'd rather go without pussy than do that shit. Bro. Yeah, man. I'd rather just, it's I'd rather leave just it on take the a dry spell, bro. I, I, I got I, you, I, I, bro. I'm my middle name is Dry Spell. Okay, you'll you'll sit dormant. Yeah, I'm my middle name is, is dry, dry Spell. I will go on a dry spell. 
You, I don't. I don't give a fuck. You sit yourself down. If I you will have sit to. my. I will go on a dry spell. I'm. I will. I. I am okay with going about a you, month you, or so without sex. You'll dr- just go on a drought. Bro, I will. I can go three months without sex. Damn, that's gangster. I don't think I could do that. But I, I respect I, I, it. Though. I can do it. I respect it because pussy don't control my life. I like that. Pussy don't control my life, bro. Like when I do when I do certain things, like. Yeah. Not sometimes, like you know, sometimes just naturally, you might only just be talking to one girl. Right. I don't need multiple women to 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 keep my mind off this one girl. Got you. I can I could just do other shit. I I could just live my life and yeah. try to be great. Yeah. You know, and that's what I be trying to. That's basically what I'm trying to tell niggas. Sometimes, it's like, bro, you don't need multiple bitches or multiple people to get your mind off something. I think it depends on the personality. I think it's great if if if, if you can do what, what you do, which is just, okay, I got this one chick I'm talking to, but I have all these other things that you know I'm interested in or taking my time. I think that's wonderful. I think for certain guys that move a certain way and they need that, that certain amount of interaction, they're going to need a rotation to... Yeah, so it, it depends because we're not all the same. We all, we don't all interpret, you know, and, and react to, to that sort of thing the mm-hmm. same. But I think the main point of it is whether you can do it just mentally the way you do with the money, uh, through the other activity you got going on, or if you maintain in a rotation, the whole thing is not to just put your all your eggs in one basket. Right. And the that's basket, the point of it. That's it's the point. Just don't put all your eggs in one basket. All that energy in one basket, especially when it's very fleeting and the woman's not giving you that you know, that we're reciprocating the same energy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's the main thing of this. Mm-hmm. If it's going back and forth and everything is good, it's not a problem. Mm-hmm. When you're in that FOMO space, it's because the woman's not giving you what you right, want. Right, right, right. And you keep thinking the next thing is going to be the thing to push you over yeah, the edge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's been the next thing for six months. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. When when do we hit the wall and say, okay, it, it didn't pop? Yeah. You know? Absolutely. So. And that that is when I believe that you got to be a man. You just gotta be a man, bro. It, it ain't it ain't got nothing to do with all this other shit that they trying to tell you about, man. These women, these women out here, man, they wanna, they wanna, they just want a real nigga, bro. That's all they need. That's all they need. You know what I'm saying? You just, just gotta affirm that and set the precedent. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. You know? Exactly. So um that that's 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 free game, man, for for this week, man. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Um get out of the FOMO space, man, and feeling like you're gonna miss out. On some pussy, stand on your own too. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid to say no. Don't be an asshole, but don't be somebody that's on the goof troop shit mm-hmm. and feeling like you need to concede to a woman Absolutely. to try to get some pussy. Absolutely. Stand on your square, my nigga. Stand on your stand on your your, your toes. You man. know what I'm saying? And if you get a Brie Polo card, don't tell me about you don't hear no kid Cuddy, because I'm playing yeah. this. You know what I'm saying? We gonna listen, man, to I, Ghost you know, and all along, you know back to back. Cause, Cause like when Bitch. I was when I was with my ex, right? She like used to tell me a lot of shit that she didn't want me do to do. Like what? She you couldn't play certain music in the car? No, no, no. What not else? Even that. What else? Just little shit. Like it would be like, oh, uh, I remember one time, she, cause she didn't want me going to Vegas. Think I talked? Did I talk about this? Yes, shit? yes. So she didn't want me going to Vegas, but I I told her like, yo, I'm going to Vegas. Okay. <laughs> like I'm out. I'm going. Yeah, yeah. I just didn't end up going because that just never came about. But okay. I was going to Vegas. You know what I'm saying? And that's just one of those things. It's like you gonna you gonna hate me right now, but when I come home and you're gonna see that everything's fine, yeah. You're not gonna be you're gonna respect me. Yeah. But like I said, if you if you are gonna be on that type of shit with your woman, you do gotta expect the uh 
the the attitude. You got to expect it. And the only thing you can do, because we got to talk about this too. If we're gonna tell, if we're gonna tell men how to stand up and be a man in their relationship or towards women in their life, we got to tell them on how to how to deal with it. Because some of these men out here, some of these niggas out here, that you tell them like, "Yo, be a man, do this, do this, do 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 that," and then once the girl gives them some type of backlash. They'll fold. they'll fold. Yeah, yeah. They'll buckle. Like, oh shit, yeah. I didn't, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we gotta tell them how to handle that part. When she starts to give you backlash, just be nice. Just be cool. Be like, man, it's all good. You tripping for no reason. You tripping, watch. Just continue to just play it cool. Don't go back and forth with her. Just be like, hey, it's okay. Watch when I get back, you're gonna be, you're gonna feel stupid because nothing happened. And life moves on. You just gotta continue, you just gotta let them see that they're over that they're tripping. Yeah, yeah. Show I, them that they're tripping. Because a lot of times it's a test. A lot of times women will test you all the time. They'll they'll push you. You know, people do this in general. Human beings, they test you mm-hmm. all the time. You know what I'm saying? Guys will test you. Guys, will, they'll say one thing to you and see how you react to it, and then they'll kind of do something else and see how you react why to it. Or people, I don't understand why the people. La- then the last thing like is they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna do something to you. You know what I'm saying? That that's how that, that's how guys are. If you've been around a group of guys that you just started met, like y'all just on the basketball team or y'all just on the basketball court and y'all playing, the niggas gonna come. And he's gonna kind of start. You know, he's playing D and he's kind of on you a little bit. And then you go for a rebound, he's going to kind of elbow you, throw some shoulder in it a little bit. And the next time down the court, he's actually just going to put that shoulder in your chest and kind of, yeah. you see what I'm saying? Why do niggas do that, though? Why do niggas, that, why do niggas operate like that? That's, you, that's, that's how niggas are. That's just niggas, uh, how niggas are. You know? So the same way that a nigga is going to test you and see what he can get away with you and keep, keep pressing you and, mm-hmm. and all that or whatever until, until you know we get to that final stage, your woman's doing the same thing. You know the thing that's crazy, though? I agree with you 100%, but I think when it comes to women, I don't think they purposely test you. I think they just do shit and they remember like, oh, I remember when I did that two weeks ago, I got away with it. Yeah. So I could do it again. Yeah, but that's testing the money. But do you think the first time they did it, I don't think it was on purpose. I don't think it's like, I don't think bitches will be like, all right, I'm going to purposely test this nigga. Or do you think? Tell me what you think. You think it's purposely? I think everything they do is purposeful. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I do. Okay. Maybe right. And and and, and, and by purposeful, I can mean innate, meaning that they're doing it on purpose without them even being fully aware of it or conscious of it. But you understand? Okay. It's so natural to them. It's the thought didn't even come because it's just a natural thing to do. But but your woman is going to um she's going to test you and she's going to press you and and see Hmm. where your backbone lies. It's a Hmm. natural thing of a woman to do. I'm not even saying it's something negative. Hmm. I'm just saying it's something that's going to happen. It's a reality. She's going to test you and see how far can she push you. And as a man at a certain point in time you got to have a backbone. You got to be able to say no. Mm-hmm. And you got to be able to say, um, you know, we, we can agree to disagree or whatever the case may be. But you got to be able to stand your ground because if, if, you're, if your woman feel like she can run over you, guess what? She feel like anybody else can run over you, namely another dude. Hmm. You see what I'm saying? And then now we get into the space where how are you the protector? How are you the provider? Because when you go to work, she felt like your boss could just 
shit on you and tell you you got more hours and this that and the third and you knew y'all was supposed to go to the park later and do this is that and the third and then you got hit with this and you ain't stand up and say well mm. nah that's not right you see what i'm saying mm. you creating a whole <laughs> it's a domino it's a effect, domino you, effect what I'm saying? Show, yeah. you have yeah. to nip stuff in the butt of money so as long as we've been doing this podcast man i say you finish how you start yeah, bro nah that's real talk that's real you want to affirm who you are in a relationship from the beginning you know that's crazy because that's, woman that's how over you i think we talked about this last episode yeah how I, I i i realized that in my in my last relationship i realized that i finished i had to finish how i started and once i realized that i'm like i'm done mm. that's when i was like I'm done because I already fucked up. Yeah, yeah. I already you, made the mistake. You, you messed up. I already fucked up. I got to take the L. I'll swallow that bullet or I'll bite the bullet. And do it different next time. And I'll do it different next time. But That's crazy. I got to I got to I got to leave this relationship. I got to leave this situation. We yeah. can't do it. Yeah. Not, and then I think that was, um, I think that was big to be able to recognize that, man, and mm-hmm. just say, I fumbled. Yeah, I fumbled. I fumbled. You know what I'm saying? I did fumble. And you know, that's the thing that's crazy. Like you learn from that type of shit. Yeah, so um, yeah, that's 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 that man. But you you guys say, uh, and I do like what you said, the money about you know being able to stand your ground essentially when that pushback coming because your woman ain't just gonna say, oh, okay, that's cool, never mind. Mm-hmm. Nah, it's gonna be like the fuck. Yeah, it's gonna be like what the fuck. <laughs> All right, cool. Yeah, you gotta right, be, yep. and you gotta be and able you know, to stand. You know firm another on thing. That. You know another thing that niggas be scared of, and this is a this is a lot of the reason why they will. Um, conform to what the woman wants because and this is this is what do you think it is why do you think niggas conform to to women i i, I think they're just afraid of uh the, the argument and just mainly for me i think it just comes back down to sex like i think they just think you think it's gonna, because they want sex they're gonna talk themselves out of sex or just you know make a move that's gonna play them out of the you know, getting some later and ending up, you know, quote unquote, ending up on the couch and all that okay. fuck shit. So you think that, okay, because I was going to say, I think the reason why men will conform, you know, like say, say for instance, like, you know, a girl, like if your girl tell you, like if your girl tell you like unfollow the bitches on Instagram or um, don't go out. I don't want you going out. I don't want you doing this. A lot of niggas will be will conform because they're afraid of their girlfriend doing the same shit. A lot of niggas are be like, mm. okay, let me, let me, let me not do this because I don't want her to start fucking with other dudes. I'm afraid of her fucking with other men. But really, she's gonna fuck with other men faster when you act like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that that's what I was just saying. Like you 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 really gonna Push her in a in a position to where she's like, oh man, you're not even handling your business, man. Somebody that looked like they handling their business, they probably might catch my attention. Because you know, yet. girls' vibes is different with every nigga they meet. Right. If they meet a if they meet a masculine man, they get on that. They yeah. they gonna they gonna be on that, and they know that they can't do certain shit with that with that dude. For sure. Yeah. But but with you, she can do it because I think it goes back to testing. It's like they'll they'll tell you to do something, and you'll be like, okay. All right. And then they like, all right, I could tell this nigga. I could he he yeah, I could tell yeah, him I to do t- anything. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, he'll he'll buckle. And then they'll do that shit with the nigga over here and be like, do this. And the nigga like, what? Like Don't know. what the fuck is wrong with you? Nah, you need to, yeah, yeah, you yeah need to like cut that, out. cut that shit out. Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying? Cause uh-uh. half the shit that half the shit that nigga that 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 I was going through in my relationship, I didn't do like 
there was there's niggas that wouldn't do half the shit that I was doing. Right. Straight up. Right. Yeah. I think 70% of the population will not do what I did. That's a high number, but yeah, I think you're all right. Straight up. Yeah. And that's why I know that's why I realized I fumbled. Damn. But it's all learning. It's all a learning experience. So it's all good. Now, um, uh, next thing I wanted to talk about on today's show um, was a situation that took place um, with Kirk Franklin. Um, it was a situation where he accepted an award at the Dove Awards, which is like the Grammys for like Christian music, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, at the Dove Awards, he gave a speech, and at the in the speech, he um, I guess he closed out the speech by mentioning uh, uh, Tatiana Jefferson, mm-hmm. who was killed uh, out there in, um, in in Texas um, by you know officer. She was just in her house chilling, um, and uh, she was in there with her eight year old nephew, and the officer just shot blindly into yeah, the house. They said that. They said that the goddamn, they thought that somebody was in her house because her lights were on. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. Because usually she's asleep earlier or something like that. Some bullshit. Yeah, some bullshit. Yeah, this happened out in Fort Worth. And, uh, you know, uh, Kirk Franklin, you know, he's he's a very, you know, know, socially aware guy, politically aware guy. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, he's actually from Fort Worth as well. So, you know, I probably hit home with him, especially being that 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 took place in his hometown. So uh, apparently when the uh, Dove Awards aired, they edited out that particular portion of his acceptance speech. And he said that this had happened uh, previously back in 2016 when he uh, won an award and he uh, mentioned uh, Philando Castile and others, um, you know, that had been victims of, um, you know, uh, unarmed Right, you know, police uh, brutality, I guess, or you know, a wrongful death on the mm-hmm. behalf of the police. So, anyway, um, uh, you know, he said that this was a second violation. So he said that he was going to boycott uh, the Dove Awards going forward because basically they want to silence him. And they, you know, we supposed to. This is a Christian award show, right? We spo- this is supposed to be we all under the body of Christ. We church of God in Christ and, and all of this, this, you know, this is this is a Christian organization saying that, uh, you know, while we do want to reward you for your music, um, we don't want you making political statements about, uh-huh. you know, black people being killed out here in the streets. Yeah, absolutely. And it was eye opening to me, Amani, because I realized even in the Christian space. The highest God is the God of white supremacy. And even Christians, who we supposed to be globally, it doesn't matter what color you are, we we supposed to be all of you know of the same kin. We supposed to be able to hold hands right. and show reverence to Christ together. But we still have uh the the the, the ugly, ugly head of racism poking out. Mm-hmm. In the in the church. In the church. Right, right. Because Kirk Franklin's making a socio-political statement, and y'all are editing it out. Mm-hmm. Why? For what? what, what what's what's wrong? This, when is, this is supposed to be. This is supposed to be religion, right? This is supposed to be like. But yeah, racism is still there. So it, it 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 made me think. It got me thinking, and I said, "Man, there is no higher god than the god of white supremacy." White supremacy is the god 
You know this thing is crazy. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you something, bro. Go ahead. And I seen your boy. He he actually he actually uh posted this. Who was that? Um, y Y K Osiris. Osiris. Did you see what he posted on Instagram? What is it? What is it? What did he post? He was like he basically said that these these artists are running around here. These artists are running around here thinking like yeah like that's a blessing like I'm blessed from God like. God bless me with this car, da 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 da, and he was like, "Nigga, God ain't God ain't bless you with that shit." He was like, "God didn't bless you with cars, clothes, hoes, money. God didn't bless you with that." He was like, "A lot of these motherfuckers don't realize, but the music industry and the entertainment industry is a devil's industry. A hundred percent. The devil is capable of blessing you as well." People don't. People fail to forget that yeah, that yeah. the devil can bless you. You can receive a blessing right now from the devil. For sure. If you also, if you also, you can receive a, a blessing right now. But the difference between a blessing from the devil is the devil will bless one person to destroy a whole generation of kids. For sure. You get it, what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it's really a blessing. Well, no, it's really a curse in disguise. It's a curse a in blessing. disguise. Yeah, exactly. For sure. But he can still bless you. Oh. In your in your eyes, he's like, oh, I got, you. but it really that's that's the devil. Let me tell you something. Being that I hadn't heard Osiris say that, but being that you just said that he did say that, that was an intelligent statement. I I, I I agree with you one hundred percent, and that affirms to me that he is the king of R and B. That he is the king of R and B. Yes, R&B. he is. Yes, he no, is. No, but real real talk if, for that statement, I was impressed. I was like, yo, and he's a young guy. Osiris like eighteen or nineteen. Yeah, yeah. So for him to have that knowledge at this young impressed. stage, at the height of his career, I've right been now, felt that. I've been felt that like. Don't you hate when you when you feel some shit and then you see somebody else say it and you're like fuck fuck oh, I should said <laughs> like that. I said the shit yeah. but uh he worded it perfectly and everything so right. so I've been feeling that the music is the devil bro I think all this shit is controlled by the devil because you know Lucifer was a musician yeah certainly yeah <laughs> yeah. Come on, bro. I mean, holla at me. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, money. How did you know that Lucifer was a musician? Because I looked into a lot of that shit. But oh, he was a musician. Okay. He was a musician. Yeah. He was okay. All yeah, right. Amani getting turned into a theologian on y'all, boy. <laughs> Season two about to get hot. Don't let Amani get in his, in his word and his scripture. Boy. <laughs> That's all I do, bro. Like if uh, I, when I, Amani gonna be in Saint Gabriel, first of all, <laughs> and Michael the Archangel. If you didn't know, <laughs> Amani. No, nah, I mean real talk, bro. Don't go in your theologian bag, my G. Motherfuckers gotta realize that they gotta realize the difference between uh uh uh. Uh, a, a blessing from from Lucifer, and they gotta really they gotta be able to know the difference between a blessing from 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 God. And technically, I think I think the universe is is God. I think that I don't think there's a, a, a specific person that's God. I think it's the universe. Okay. I think it's 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 a it's a it's just good and there's bad. You get what I'm saying? I got you. I got you. And you know, y'all know that. Um, you know. I, I grew up in the black church, of course, you know, God fearing, you know, church of God in Christ as I always say. I'm universe so, fearing. Yeah. And um, you I'm know, fearing. so I'm, which is I think it's essentially the same shit, bro. 
Real talk. I mean, you know, it, it, I, I, I can agree with that to a certain degree. I can, you know, because I don't think people that are serving Allah, serving Buddha, you know, this, that, and the third, at the end of the day, it's a higher entity that's higher yeah, than us. This is a higher entity. It is what it is. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it, you know, there's some deity that you believe in that you yeah, believe exactly. in controlling things exactly. and kind of marionetting and puppetry exactly. and the whole thing, right? It just depends on what name you want to put on it. Yeah, you know so it's saying? a different name. So, yeah, so that's that's cool. But um, I think my my bigger point with the, uh, with the Kirk Franklin thing is that Y'all got to understand that, because let's bring it to its core. Black music, black entertainment, these people, and when I say these people, non-blacks, are able to compartmentalize and separate your music Mm -hmm. from your politics, your music from your stance on whatever's going on in the world. Mm -hmm. You understand? Mm -hmm. That's how Kanye West right now, you know, and I'm going to review his album later and we'll talk about it. But, you know, I, I think he's slated to do 225,000 copies this week um, with the uh, with the new album, Jesus is King. A lot of black people were like, oh, how y'all listening to Kanye's album? Because most black people wrote him off when he said slavery is a choice. Mm-hmm. Most black people wrote him off when he put on the damn MAGA hat. Mm-hmm. But Kanye has a white fan base. For sure. They didn't give a fuck about none of that shit. You think there was a white person as a Kanye fan that when he said slavery is a choice, they were like, oh, hell no. Nah. I can't fuck with I him anymore. I ain't fucking with Kanye no more. They right. don't give two fucks about that. They don't care about Kanye's stance on slavery. They did give a damn. They just want him to do Father Stretch My Hands. Yeah. That's all they want. They just yeah. want the music. They just want the music. Just, they just I, want I just like the music. I just I like the music. I don't yeah. care. So... That's why we saw this weekend that clip of YG. YG brought a white fan on stage. He's mm-hmm. at a YG show. There's a white kid at a YG. He paid his money to come see YG because, mm-hmm. you know, he, he wants to, you know, hear YG live. And YG says, yo, he brings him on stage and says, look, I need you to say this out loud. Fuck Donald Trump. And the kid refused to do it. And YG said, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that's cool. But I think it's just a glaring point. Just because I like YG doesn't mean I don't like Donald Trump. Right. And, you know, right, everything right, right, he stands right. for. I wonder why like he, I wonder, maybe he just, do you think it was because he didn't want to say his name? Like when I YG think, told him like, state your name and shit like that and da 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 And do, do you think it was because he, he didn't want to say fuck Donald Trump or he just didn't want to state his name in front of all those I people? I think he didn't want to say fuck Donald Trump because probably him or he and his parents or the people that's around him are Trump them. supporters. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like he likes Donald Trump. He has no issue with Donald yeah, Trump. Why, yeah. why am I going to say fuck Donald Trump? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I kind of got to damn near respect him for not conforming to YG. I respect him. Do you see how people don't... Re- I respect him, But honestly, like, do you I, see how people don't conform to us? Say yeah. fuck Donald Trump. Nah. Yeah. Come, they, but we'll conform though. Easy. But you easy. I, look, the thing is, the thing is with racism, bro, Easily. You know the thing, I think, I think what you... You know, I was thinking the other day, you know, and this may be a little off topic, but I think it's real relevant to what we're talking about. Um, especially that YG shit and how he said he he he's going to the YG show. He probably loves YG. Love him. But he's probably He was Trump Trump's, he's a Trump supporter. Right. And you know the thing is, I was thinking the other day, you know the you know what racism you know the you know what racism um stemmed from for me? What my 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 interpretation? Yeah, my interpretation of racism. It all started from self hate. Okay, 
Self-hate. It all started from self-hate. You know, um, I think that, you know, people that that truly hate themselves on the under, I think they are more prone to being racist towards like a other group of people or racist towards, you know, a religion or whatever. So you're going with the narrative like hurt people hurt people hurt people hurt people okay go ahead like i think i think white people that uh they they got they were racist because they seen how handsome we were they seen how uh effortlessly um built we were okay and you know we were slanging throwing throwing d long d right you know the wives and shit wanted to fuck us on the low Mm -hmm. and and i think that it came a thing to where you know they age horrible you know, and I, no disrespect to any white people listening, but okay. I'm just saying where, this is where I think it stemmed from. Um, I think that you know they probably just felt the type of way towards us. This this is something that they uh, actually uh, sort of uh, talked about or addressed in the movie Us. Mm-hmm. Remember that scene where she yeah. had the yeah, the, you know, exactly, the scissors exactly, face and all exactly. That? Yeah. So, so they, uh, they I like think it was a thing where they they hated us so much, but they loved they loved us so much that they hated us. To that point, to that point, I've always had very stark interactions with males. Mm-hmm. Pause and no homo if this is going, if this sounds sounding funny to you right now, mm-hmm. but I'm going to explain what I'm saying. Since I was a kid, you know, you go into a class, there's 30 kids in there. Let's say 15 of them are dudes. I'm one of them. So it's 14 other dudes. Right. About 10 of those dudes would be like, man, I like Bree. He's cool. Yeah, I want to yeah, be his friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They want to be my friend. Right. The other three to four guys in the room would say, yeah, Bree is cool, but if he's cool, he could take away my light. He could take my shine away. Right. So I got to make him an enemy. I got to right. take him out. I got to make him less cool. And you, and I you, identify that he's cool. I got to make him less cool. And you know why? You know why they feel like that? Because they're not at peace with themselves. Right. They know that they're not capable of what you are. Right. And that's what that's what I think white people realize. I think these racist, I'm going to say racist people, the, the racist white supremacy, mm-hmm. they believe that we are too great. And they're like, we can't allow this. I need them to, to, shut, to shut I need to shut this shit down. And you know, the thing is, we we get mad, you know, as, as people, you know, when, when we see like another group of people, you, you know, we see another group of people, not, a, not even us, not me, because I love seeing it, but... Some people hate seeing b- black pride or Mexican pride or whatever. Like, I love seeing people who are, are take pride in who they are. Yeah, certainly. I love seeing people rep who they are. Yeah. I love seeing that shit because I think that's the solution to end racism. I think we have to love ourselves a whole lot. I think white people need to start loving themselves more so they don't got to fucking hate on us. Mm. White supremacy, I said. They should, they should start realizing that y'all cool. Y'all good over there. Let us be cool. Let us be great. Y'all great. Let us be great. But they don't want us to outshine them. Nah, and they don't, it, don't, it don't work like that. And, you know, I'm not a big proponent of equality. What you mean, like? People always say, you know, that we're looking for equality. We're asking for equality. To me, that's a that's a loser's mentality. Oh, to for ask sure. For yeah, equality. Yeah, yeah. equality. That, 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 why, I, who equal. plays a game to tie? Yeah, no. Who plays a game to tie? I want what white people have had this entire time: supremacy. Yeah. I want to be number one. Yeah. Top of the food chain. Right. I, I don't want equality. Right. No. Number one. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Number one. Right. And I know that's not politically correct to say. We can't say that. We have to say equal. Equality. Yeah, we gotta say equal. No. But the moment we say we want to be on top, oh, we're a, a, a terrorist group. Right. Or 
I, I don't I, I don't like equality. That, but, to me, that's a loser's mentality. I don't know anybody that's been on top that said they want to tire, they want to be equal with anybody. But you know, you know, everybody who takes super pride in who they are and who like, have you noticed this? Like people who love themselves. Yeah. People who truly love. I'm not even gonna say. I'm not even gonna break it down as far as race, but it's like just break it down individual wise. Anybody who just truly loves themselves, you notice that they they treat everybody else with love. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. Yeah. They treat they treat everybody else with love because they love themselves. They're at peace with themselves. So what the fuck? I need to go out here and hurt this person for. What do I need to go out here and and and, and try to try to throw this person under the bus for? What do I need to do that? Because I'm good. I'm good with myself. Right. I want to see this person feel like me. Because when you love yourself so much, you kind of like want other people to love you. You you want other people to love themselves. You spread that energy to everybody you meet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, it's not because it's, it's not negative. Because it's not negative. Yeah, not putting out on negative energy. Exactly. Yeah. So, so um. So yeah, but like back to the whole Kurt Franklin. Thing. Yeah, I mean, I just, I just wanted to, you know, just affirm this point that because it's, that we have people, you know, um, I know Little Wayne in the past has made comments, and I've heard other artists, you know, we could name a lot of people that have made comments saying that, you know, they're not aware of racism or they don't see racism because when they go to their shows, they see white people in the crowd and they may see other groups of people, mm-hmm. and. I think what we got to understand is something that was taught to me by a Cuban person back mm. home in Miami. And, you know, Cubans, as I said many times, are probably the most racist people I've ever dealt with in my entire life. Really? Personally, on a personal level. Um, but one thing they told me was they said, Bree, I'm a level with you. What, what, what we've been told and what our mentality is. This is a Hispanic person telling me this, right? But guy this, or this, girl? Guy. Uh-huh. But <clears throat> this goes for everybody. That's, this goes for non-blacks across the board. Mm. They said, Bree, I'm a level with you. Here's what it is. We're taught that black people are good for entertainment, sports, music, acting, you know, whatever. That's it. That's it. And so, you know, these artists, they have this fan base that they have this like megalomaniac godlike mentality or whatever that they see all these people cheering for them and they believe that because these people are saying go do your song mm. that racism don't exist these people are there with you for the moment mm-hmm. that you are performing your song the minute you step off stage and you're just a black man walking along the street they could give less less than a fuck about you yeah you know what i'm saying yeah. the song is over amani mm-hmm. when the song ends you're just a nigger mm-hmm <laughs> when the song when the game is over you're just yeah. a nigger and at that point that's when you're back in the same fold of under the foot of racism and white supremacy right so these people are under the misnomer that because they got white people or hispanics or asians or whoever at their shows racism don't exist no that's not what that represents. You still got to deal with it. The only reason you're not dealing with it in this very moment is because you got a song or because huh. you got a film you're doing mm-hmm. or because you dribble a basketball or catch a football. The minute you step outside of that, Kaepernick, mm-hmm. and want to make a political opinion, mm-hmm. they treat you like every other nigga on the street. Absolutely. So um, those I, people got to get understand that, you know? I believe, I, I, I like what the girl, um, one of our one of our listeners. Um, Aaliyah? She, yeah, Aaliyah. Yes. Um, she sent us a video, a video of us. What was it? What was the girl that was talking? Aoki Lee. Aoki Lee. Yeah. Um, she she said that basically she believes that we need to start making it more cool 
to uh, voice our opinions on certain things. It, 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 that is very difficult because we be because we get penalized again, Kaepernick, mm-hmm. for voicing our opinions. So right, it's very difficult to do. I mean, I agree with that, but mm-hmm. you know, you have people. Um, you know, you have Fox News people on Fox News, right? You know, saying, you know, shut up and, and dribble, right? You right, know, right. when LeBron they, no, they, James they, yeah, and other people, that. you yeah, know, yeah. are speaking out on certain topics and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, that's why uh, LeBron came up with his more than an athlete campaign or whatever to kind of fight back against that because these people just want you to entertain. This mm-hmm. is my point. I'm trying to make, money. These people just want you to entertain. They right. don't want to hear your opinion on what's going on out here in the world, socially, you know? I feel like we need their opinion from those people more than anything. Yeah, but the establishment don't want it. And here's the other thing, too. When you when you start voicing your opinion as a successful actor, athlete, mm-hmm. musician, they, they start throwing your wealth in your face. Oh, you're they rich. Say, oh, yeah, you're. I mean, I'm, I'm sure you're dealing with so many problems from your mansion. You know, I'm sure you know you're being bothered in your in your Mercedes. They throw your wealth in your face. So they say because you have money, you can't make an opinion. Right. But if you, but then, and then you have the people, the regular people saying, "Oh man, you have a platform. You should speak for us." Yeah. But then when those people speak for us because they have a platform, these people come along and say. Oh, you have money. What do you know? Why do you care? You yeah, see what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's it's a lot of mud slinging that goes on when um people in a, you know these prominent people try to um, try to voice their opinions and speak on what's going on with the people you know at the at the bottom level. You know what I'm saying? The higher ups when they speak down on what's going on with us because they have family. They see what's going on. They're not blind. Nobody in this country is blind. Mm-hmm. Everybody sees what's going on and some people tr- choose to turn a blind eye and some people uh choose to be active. And doing something that's actually going to change the situation. So it, it, it's it, it's important for us to, you know, champion those people that will do that. That's mm-hmm. why I still wear my cap jersey, man. Mm-hmm. I love what that brother did, mm-hmm. man. I love that he got down on would the you, knee. Would you take an L for a whole generation? Or would you take an L for a whole society the way that he did? Um, he yeah. took an L. Yeah, for sure. You know what's cold? There's quarterbacks. There are There's teams in the league. Till this day, desperately they need, need quarterback. a quarterback. Yeah, they and, need a fucking and, and quarterback. He, he's not coming back. I don't think Colin Kaepernick will ever play another down in the NFL. I'm willing to bet anything on that. Um, Good thing he doesn't need it, but it's just sad yeah. to me that there are teams till this day that need a quarterback. Would I do it? Definitely. You would? Definitely. See, a lot of people wouldn't do it. A lot of I athletes would, wouldn't do it. I would do it, bro. I would definitely do it because I and I look up to those guys. I look up Ali is my favorite athlete of all time. Right. This man would not participate in the Vietnam War because he said that them Viet Cong over there ain't done nothing to him. The, it's the white folks here that have that have hurt him. He yeah. they ain't done that. What are you going over there fighting them for? Fight them for for what? And you know, I think he was out of uh, out of boxing for two or three years behind that. You know, was imprisoned and everything. You know, what how I'm long saying? did he go to jail for? Like, I think it was I think it was like two years or so. I I do the time before I go to jail. I'm the or before I go to war. I got you. I'm doing that time. Yeah. Give me hard time for that. Yeah, man. I, before I, I go to war. Like I respect him um so much, and that's why he'll always be my favorite athlete. Nobody could top him just because of what he did. I don't, I don't see nobody else that's willing to do that. Because mm-hmm. Kaepernick's out of the league, but he's still laying up with Nessa in a mansion every day. He's not in, in jail. Right, right, you know right, what I'm right, saying? Right, right. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I just I, I honor that. I respect that. And, yeah, certainly if I was in a position and they said, yo, Bree, man, we we, we, we going to strip you of this and that. 
but it's going to push the culture for it's going it's going to put black people in a better position overall mm-hmm. by all means I'll do so I'd rather be known as that guy mm-hmm. I'd rather be known as somebody that made the ultimate sacrifice for absolutely. us absolutely. as opposed to just being a guy that got a hot song guy absolutely. Or, you know, the best I would do it world easily. or whatever I would do it easy um so uh, yeah, I, I think that's what that is, man. But you know, we we, we so, got to get out of the fallacy so of money. Think that, do you think what's the way that that these things can be resolved as far as like athletes and artists having a certain platform, with having this certain platform, and being able to to speak out and not? We'll, we'll always be mar- marginalized the money because we don't own the media. Mm-hmm. White people own the media. And so you don't think you if we them, all do it, you don't think if we all do it, then what what can they do? If you control the media, you control the narrative, you control the consciousness of the country, and you control the uh, the, the 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 mind and the outlook of the people. We do not control the media, therefore, we have no say. So you see, what I'm saying. So you're basically saying, Omani, Let's go back to the uh, the the Dove Awards. Mm-hmm. They edited his speech. Who edited it? The people that run the Dove Awards, who are they? Your favorite people. White folks. You understand <laughs> what I'm saying? We it's about no, ownership. No, no, not white folks. Oh, what Christians? No. Who? White supremacy. Oh, okay, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> I like when you say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but uh, I mean, this is the thing. We don't we we don't have the ownership mm. of the media. So that that would to answer your question, it would be ownership of the media is the answer to that question. All right, right. At I that point I mean, I mean, is is when we'll, we'll have to. Wasn't there like an owner of BET? Like, wasn't there like a black owner of BET? Yeah, you talking about um, uh, what's my man? Um, oh my God, his name escapes me right now. Bob, uh, shit. And I know people listening to him like they're saying the name right now, but uh, my man, um, what is the fuck is his name? Bob Johnson. Sorry Bob Johnson. What Bob happened Johnson. with that? Listen, being an owner of BET, first of all, most most times you 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 just a figurehead again. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people don't like to hear me say this, but in my opinion, Obama was like a figurehead. Like he wasn't really controlled, moving. Yeah. He yeah. wasn't moving nothing because yeah. he didn't really give any tangibles to to, right. to uh, exclusively to black people right, while he right. was in in power. Right. And I know y'all love Obama because he looked cool and you know he gave a good high five and a good dap and mm-hmm. you know he's charismatic and <laughs> got to walk. He, to could, him, yeah, he could sing Al Green and you know him and you know. Um, him and his wife looked so good together and they were a great couple. And I get all that. That's beautiful. But I'm just talking about what tangibles did you all get in your hand yeah. that came directly from him to you? Yeah. I haven't they had got a, that Obamacare. Okay. Now, were we, but were we fect, affected by that exclusively? No, that was everybody. Anybody could. Anybody. Take advantage yeah. of Obama. Yeah. I'm talking about exclusive to black people. Exclusive to black people. Anything? Nah. See what I'm saying? Nah. So anyway, I, I, I'm not here to throw Obama on the bus. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying that you know, there, there's a thing called a figurehead where, you know, you're you're out in front, but there's people in the background, mm-hmm. others, that's really kind of con- con- you know uh, pushing the buttons and, and mm-hmm. controlling the strings. So, um, being the head of BET ain't doing enough. You know, okay. if you don't have a Fox News, a CNN, a, a ABC, CBS, Fox, the you know the big four. Um, so BT is just a motherfucking that, small farm. Yeah, that's 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 a small farm, man. You a small fish in a big pond. Even right. even then, you know what I mean? Because it's marginalized. It's black entertainment television. Anybody can say uh, they can push that off to the side. 
It's black entertainment television. We don't, I don't want to watch this. Show. Yeah, it just it doesn't it doesn't, you know, like it doesn't white hold weight. Don't watch BET. Well, I mean, I think I'm not sure what white people watch anymore. <laughs> to be honest, uh, with you. I don't know if they watch either. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But I'm just I I do know that you know that's 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 like small potatoes, like you were mm-hmm. saying. Um, in in the large scheme of things, you know, um, for me, if you could control the media, you can just control the storylines, man. And a lot of times we see these storylines come out, and we're like, wow, why are you gonna paint the picture like that? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They'll show a mass murderer and they'll show him laying in the grass with his family reading a book. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then they'll show a black person, they show their mug shot. You know, somebody got caught, a black person that was jaywalking, they showing their mug shot. Like, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So it, 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 that's the media. That's how they do it. You know what I mean? And you, you, you can't, um, we, we, we can't control the narrative, man. So that's why they can perpetuate stereotypes and everything like that, man, mm-hmm. through that, you know, mm-hmm. through that medium. So, it's 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 tough for us to combat that, mm-hmm. you know. But I I do um, support all athletes um, and and, uh, and and artists across the board that use their platform to speak out at risk of of essentially, as you said earlier, losing it all because yeah. that's always an option. It's always an option, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Punishment around the corner for you, you know, because they be they be looking at it as like, all right, well, I got a family, I got yeah. moms and shit, I'm yeah. taking care of. I yeah. can't, bro. I'm not. I don't give a fuck about none of that yeah, shit. Yeah, man. I'm trying man. to take care of mine. You know I, and mean? I and I get it. I get that too. I'm I trying get to take that, care of mine. I get that too. I get that too, man. You know, but I understand. You know, but I do think that the 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 solution to that is ownership in these entertainment. Um, companies. I think, yeah, I think you gotta, you know, we gotta have our own media. And I thought the same thing with the Oscar so white thing. You know what I mean? I'm like, right. why y'all? Why do y'all need to get an Oscar? You know what I'm saying? Wait, who, like, who Oscar? You said who? There was a campaign um, like two or three years ago. It was called Oscar So White. So basically, it was right. right. It was oh yeah, about, I remember that. Shit. Yeah, my fault. My right. fault. I remember that. It yeah. was basically saying like black people don't win Oscars. Right. Yeah. Like you that. know, nominations we and stuff like Oscars. that. Yeah. yeah, yeah you yeah, know, yeah. what I'm saying. And I'm like, man, we we need to just honor ourselves, man. We need to we need to uh, prop up the Soul Train Awards, the Essence Awards, the BT Awards, the, mm-hmm. the things that we can control and speak for us. But mm-hmm. you know, we want Oscars. And you know, I'm a huge film buff. I'm probably the biggest you know film guy that you know personally. Mm-hmm. You know, most well, people. Um, you know, I love I love Hollywood. I love um, you know um, the film industry, and I love the Oscars, quite frankly. But at the same time, if we're gonna turn our attention another direction and say we off that, I'll step away from it. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? I'll I'll, I'll step away from it because I, I realize the, the bigger picture. You know what I'm saying? I realize it's bigger than that. Absolutely. You know. Um, so let me ask you this, because I remember this was like a statement um, that was made by Stacey Dash some years back. She said that we shouldn't have a BT. She said, why, 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 why do we need a BT? Like, I think Waka Flocka may have said this too. Like, why do we need a BT? Black Entertainment Television. I think they should change that. I, I, I honestly think that they should change that whole shit. They should rebrand that whole. Okay. You rebrand the network? Rebrand the whole network. And change that shit to just a regular name. Okay, I got it. But what is, what is the name? The content's still going to be the same. Yeah, constant. You know, but there's other black networks, though. I think they have like- TV uh, One? TV One. Right. Something like that. Okay. You know, but 
I think what it is, I think where it, it things get things get creepy is when it is a thing of black entertainment television. Okay, but I'm saying, but but creepy for who? Like who is that? Who is that affecting? Just like her? if 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 another race mm-hmm. is flipping through TV and they see black entertainment, right. BET, yeah, they're like, oh, I'm not I'm not black. Like I don't. Versus TV One, yeah, it's TV One. Like oh, there's shows on here that I like. Like it's not a thing to where it, it, it's it's kind of I think it just kind of sets um, a boundary. It's kind of almost like a room that maybe like white people feel like they can't go into. Um, some of these white people that that you know like some of the stuff that we do, they feel like oh I don't know like I don't I, know I don't know if I'm making sense. Yeah, Amani, I don't think there's any white people that are not watching BET because it's called Black Entertainment Television. I think that's what you're suggesting, but I don't think that's so. You the think case. it's just because of the content? I, I don't think there's any white people that want to watch the, the particular shows that be on um, BET. And I'm not a TV person, so I don't even know what content they have on there right now it's I, just you know, I like watch tv in so long but it's just shows you know like the fucking house of pain okay Tyler i got Perry, you yeah so i mean but they're gonna okay that's like what that. it is okay like, so that's yeah, what the, that's like, what they're watching. i literally i haven't watched bt and i don't know how long yeah but, but uh yeah i don't think nobody honestly bt's trash now. nowadays anyway i really don't even know what's like really on bt yeah you know, I think they might play like Martin reruns maybe i know um Tyler Perry has two new shows that's coming out on there and I do know that one about a president, it's a a presidential show, and then there's another one about like four or five black women. It's kind of like the new girlfriends. Yeah. Did you like girlfriends? I kind of did. Yeah, it was good. I I, kind of liked the girlfriends. That was was like one of my shows that I liked. You know, that yeah, I used to like. Yeah, yeah, girlfriends. I think I what's his name? What's her name? Was fine. Tracy Ellis Ross. Nah, the light skin one. Oh, okay, I got the you. The other light skin one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked yeah. her too, though. She always had ass. Right, right, right. She always had ass. I liked it, um, Tony too. Right. Tony, the one that was married to that white dude, exactly. Like that yeah. Italian dude, she yeah. was bad too. Yeah, I forgot. I like um, I forgot the the other light skin girl's name. My, my my names are not coming to me tonight as as quickly as I would like them to, but you know we're we're, we're pushing through yeah. nonetheless. Um, and so I, I did. I did too. You know, want to want to talk about the uh, a little bit more too about the um, the Kanye situation because I watched a lot of interviews. I know he did a, a Zane Lowe interview, um, and also he did a Big Boy interview. Mm-hmm. And Kanye is he, and he said this himself, and I agree with it. I think he's the greatest artist that we've ever had in, in history. Hmm. I think he's the greatest living artist. Why do you believe this? Um, for the content and in, in what he, in, in which he's created, and just for his creativity and his ability to be innovative and ability to take risks and surpass pushback and and still come out with a, a great product. Like I think the Yeezy shoe is the best like original design of a shoe that we've had probably in the last 20 years. The Yeezy shoe is the yes. best shoe design that we had. Okay. Yes. Even over Air Forces and shit. No, like no, 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 no. Over the last 20 years, Air Forces came out in the 80s. I'm talking about from 99 to 19. I don't mm-hmm. think there's been a, sh- a shoe that was uh, has a better Jordan design. Jordan came out in fucking early 90s. 
Well, no, I'm saying right like, here. no, 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 no. Look, look right here. What are those? The 15s. Yeah. Right. I'm talking about 15s through 30s. I'm talking about all the LeBrons, all the KDs, yeah. all the Kyrie. I'm talking about all 15, of the. Sh- so when did these 15s come out? 2000. Okay. Yeah. So anything from 99 to 2019. 2000. Okay. So uh, any, any, I don't. I don't think. That, I don't think he's fucking with the Jays though. Which ones? Like, oh shit! You're right because the 15s were the last ones that were that you can say like. Which Jays? Tell me which nah, ones. Nah, you right, bro. You right. You right. You right. You right. Which? Let's do it this way. Let's do it this way. Since the fifteens came out in two thousand, which the fifteens were the last pair of Jays that are that are hard. Uh huh. Right. Everything after that was boo boo. Okay. So you're right. Okay. Oh fuck. Hold on. Hold on. I gotta think. There's. I know there's another. Uh fuck. You can't say Air Maxes because they can't. What about the bronze? Bronze, no, fuck no. You can't even. What about the KDs? Any of the KDs? I, the, the, the KDs were raw at one point. Any what, of them look better than Yeezys? The original Yeezys? No. Okay. What about the Kyrie's? Fuck no. Okay. What about Giannis' new shoe? Fuck no. See what I'm saying? I'm just, I'm just, like, I'm just proving a point. Okay, hold on. The off-white. But you can't really say off-white because off-white is, off-white is, not even a shoe. It, it, I mean, it's not Virgil's shoe. Right, yeah. He didn't design he the didn't shoe. Design I'm telling you, that's not an original design. He's not put, a, it, you he know, putting he, his little yeah, yeah, spin. Ooh, yeah, shit. put a spin on it. I'm talking about original an original design. mold of a shoe. Uh, In the last 20 years, what's hotter than the Yeezys? Name the shoe. Hold on, I'm starting to get pissed, bro, because I, I, don't, I don't like Yeezys, first of all. Okay, all right. Well, so, I do like Yeezys. There's some that I do like. There's a, there's, there's a far, I, as far and few in between. I want to say this, too. I don't own a pair of Yeezys. More than likely, never will. And I'm a Nike loyalist. But I'm just saying I'm very that, loyal to Nike. Yeah, I'm a Nike loyalist. I, I got some I, Adidas. I got like maybe one or two pair of Adidas. I literally don't own any other brand of shoe other than Nike. Literally. Okay. Yes. So, Jordan and Nike, that's it. So, I'm just saying that the Yeezy is the best designed shoe of the last 20 years. We're talking about an original design. Oh, fuck. Original mold of a shoe. Fuck. Man, hold on, bruh. You can't say the Sean Witherspoons. Oh, you know what? I take this back. I take this back. I got something for you. Go ahead. The fear of gods. Okay, I like the fear of gods. The fear of gods. I like the fear of gods. They look better than the Yeezys. If you compare the first fear of God to the first Yeezy, they're better. Mm, Hands down. It's just uh, the only difference was is that Kanye West was a rapper. Jerry Lorenzo is just a designer. Right, right, right. Shout you, to Jerry Lorenzo. I, we can put a. Po- I want to put a. I want to put a, 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 a poll. Yeah, I want to put a vote. Shoe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to yeah. put a vote. Yeah, what I, shoe I, I, was better, the original Fear Guys or the original Yeezys? I still want. I still think I want to go Yeezys. I want to ask her side on this. I want. I want her oh, side. I want to ask her side. I really want yeah, their opinion on this. Yeah. I really want their opinion. They're kind of they're like more Nike centric too though, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah but so you know, Fear of God is Nike. That's what I'm saying. So they might be biased, is what I'm saying. Ah, yeah, I'm talking about bias. Yeah, they because, may, they may. Yeah, they may just say Fear of God because you know I know I'm more of a Nike person. I I know that. You know yeah, what I mean? If facts. you show me Nike versus anything else, I'm gonna probably go Nike every yeah, time. Nike shoe just looks better, but to me, but the Yeezy is the best. Design but the shoe. original Yeezy was Nike. Yeah, but no, I'm talking about the Adidas Yeezy. And, and, and by the way, the original Yeezy on Nike, which I loved, was a combination of a couple different designs of Nike designs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
it was a so com- it wasn't an original. Design. It was almost like a spizike where it was a combination of a couple different. Do you molds know the shoes? Did they, they, they? Damn, I remember the spizike. <laughs> Hey, so do you? What was the what was the design or what was the design they put in? Um, I, I and I can't. Let me see if I can pull up the shoe right now, and I can maybe just look at it. Because I'm tell telling you, bro, if you we can put it out there, like we could be like, what shoe was better to? You know what? I think more people would go with the, the 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 Nike Yeezys though. Those Red October joints. I think people are gonna. Choose okay, those. I got you. I yeah, think people yeah. gonna pick those over the uh, Fair Gods. E. Oh, maybe. Cause them fair guys, I ain't gonna lie, bro. They fucking with Yeezy. I ain't gonna lie, bro. But then again, look, this mold down here is like the fours, the the, the midsole. That's that's the fours right there. Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh shit. And yeah. then that. So you got the strap that across. Front, you know that what I'm strap saying? is. You you have the pull tab. That's Air Force. That's a pull. That's an Air Force pull tab, back there. You know what I'm saying? That's um, the strap. And in the in the in the, the upper. That upper remind me the, of like a seven or something or yeah, six. No, 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 no. Because the six has like the holes in it, you know, here. Right, right, It has right, that, right, yeah, it has right, that open. Right, 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 right. But, uh, no, 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 I'm talking about the side panel right there. Oh, okay, but that's, I'm oh, I'm saying this area up here. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That that remind me of like a, oh, shit, no, not maybe not a six. No, nah, no, nah, it's not the sixes. But um, yeah, I mean, but this was like a combination of a couple different designs. The, the, the thing that was most unique about the Yeezy was the colorway. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like this hot pink was like crazy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, you know, the, the bigger point that I want to get to, I don't want to get so much into a sneaker talk. This is not her side podcast mm-hmm. where we do sneaker talk. Right? I, know, I know. Right? But um, yeah, I, I just- actually was listening to that uh, episode last week. Man, and they, sh- she put me on a lot of shit on with the shoes and shit. She be, it was actually dope hearing her talk about shoes. I was like, okay, that's tight. She know, like, yeah, she know a lot about that shit. Um, yeah, very, very, very well versed when it comes yeah. to the on the, the sneaker game. Funny enough, in listening to the podcast, maybe two or three um, episodes ago, I was like, her side podcast. I was like, damn man, like I kind of miss when I was in that era where I was like heavy into kicks, mm-hmm. and so I was thinking, I was like, man, I need to get back. I need to, because that was such a love of mine. Uh-huh. And what kind of stripped that was, I ended up, my house got broken into and I lost a lot of pairs. Uh-huh. And then it kind of like, I don't know, man, it was a little heartbreaking to me. Uh-huh. And I kind of didn't, I wasn't as in the game as much as uh-huh. I was so kind of just prior. Like, yeah, just, man, because I'm like, man, you know, I thought about all the man hours that, I, that it took me camping out, uh-huh. you know, in the cold some nights and everything like that. It you know Primrose Lakes Mall or wherever we were Aventura Mall back home whatever and you know all the money I spend and all that type of stuff like to just lose you know twenty thirty pairs of kicks mm-hmm. like that just like that it was it was heartbreaking for me so yeah. it kind of took me out of the game right for a while but and hearing the part I was like man I, I remember being on twenty three years back and pick your shoes and you know what I mean mm-hmm. Nike talk and posting on the forum and all mm-hmm. of the, 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 as they were talking about it so. This weekend, um, I actually did uh, cop the uh, the shattered backboards, three point oh's. The one, the, that, ones. the ones that just dropped, right on Saturday, right. Yeah. And so, I don't know, man. It, it, I got that old feeling back. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Of just being able to, you know, get get not that I, they're on the way to me, but you know, just being able to cop a pair of kicks, man, and just that new feeling and just pulling them out the box and just yeah. looking at them, trying them on and all that. I I, I miss that shit, so I want to get back to that. So yeah. shout out to them for that. Yeah, but I'm back on my finger shit too. Now uh I say I all through, that I go through I, I just want to throw this in there. I go through like phases where I will like buy like I go through spurts. Like I have spurt like sneaker spurts. I'll buy like three pair of shoes at one and within a week. Okay, got you. And I'll stop for a while. Yeah, and I'll pick it back up. Pick it back up. Four pair of shoes in a week. Yeah, and, yeah. So, but but lately, yeah. So I mean, as far as as Ye is concerned, man, I just think he's just one. I think he man, is the greatest what artist. About the Jerry Lorenzo's though, man. You can't you can't put that in there. You can't. You don't think it's fucking with the Yeezy at all? Nah, man. Nah. Mm-mm. I got you because nah. you know Yeezy is very versatile. Yeezy's very versatile. You can wanna. you can work out in Yeezys. You can run in them. You can you can step in the motherfuckers. All type of shit. I just think that uh you know damn you, you fuck me up with that one, bro. Well, you know we'll, we we'll put up a poll and talk about it. But you know I just think that Ye is just you know I just I just think he, he is the greatest living artist. Uh, well, past or present, and um, you know his politics aside, you know what I'm saying because we seen him with the MAGA hat. And I'm not a Trump supporter by no means. So that really broke my heart when he said slavery was a choice. That really broke my heart. And I understand why black, a lot of black folks have written him off and saying, man, I don't know how y'all could listen to that new album with all the bullshit that the man has done. But he still built a $3 billion company as far as Yeezy. This man wants to, he wants to grow his own cotton. He's bought land in, in, in Wyoming so he can grow his own cotton. You know what I'm saying? So he wants to go from seed to soul. You know what I mean? This is like, this is a guy like from the south side of Chicago, you know what I'm saying? That, you know, had an art degree essentially that is in the manufacturing business, that is in the apparel business, outside of the music business. You know what I mean? And this man is doing this as a Christian innovator a christian creative like he's doing this while uplifting christ and i think that this album is one of the boldest things that i've seen someone doing music because you would never have anybody another you can name no other artist that is this commercially viable as kanye west that would take a big risk like this to put out a christian rap album Drake couldn't do it. Wayne couldn't do it. Ross, Two Chain, nobody that we can name on the upper echelon of rap. Cole Kendrick, anybody could put out a Christian rap album and feel like they could actually sustain themselves. You know what I mean? It would be career suicide for anybody else to do it. But yay! What do you think? What do you think his purpose was of coming out with that Christian rap album? To uplift Christ. Okay. Yeah, because why was he? Why was, it's it's crazy because he 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 just went through a bunch of different phases within like the last two years. He he went through that whole phase where he was a Kardashian. He went through the Kardashian phase. Mm. He was living that life. Um, then he went to, through the phase where he was talking about the bipolar shit and the MAGA hat, and you know, slavery was a was a choice. To now, Christianity. Right. Right. And I know people are saying that Kanye, you know, has it be, came around to Christianity um, now, 2019. Of course, one of the first songs I ever heard from him was Jesus Walks. 
Right? Yeah, absolutely. So he's always he's always I, been in the space of making. That's you know, when I was like, oh, this shit. When I first heard Jesus Walks, I was like, this shit crazy. That record was amazing. I love on the um, record. He had a song called Impossible featuring Keisha Cole, which is off the Mission Impossible soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And he said, it's impossible. I made strip clubs play gospel though. And I always love that line, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because he had them playing Jesus Walks in the yeah. club. I don't know if it was necessarily a strip club, but I heard strip, Jesus Walks in the club, strip, man. Strip. So I made strip clubs play gospel though. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, you know, so that's always been something that's been a part of uh, his, you know, I guess something like, you know, in his back pocket that, you know, he could always do those records. And I know from Pablo onward, it seems like he's it's been leading him as I was listening to Pablo and then the Yay album. Um, it seemed like he's been on, that was within his trajectory. Like he was on the path. That was in, within his trajectory to get to this point to where we get the Jesus is King album, you know? And it's so funny because when he did Yeezus, I remember I didn't even want to listen to Yeezus initially because it was just, the title was blasphemous to mm-hmm. me. I'm like, how you going to call yourself Yeezus? That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bla- that's blasphemous. And the Christian within me didn't even want to allow me to hear it. Mm-hmm. Eventually, I did hear the album and I enjoyed half of it. You know, mm-hmm. it, to a certain point, up until a year or two ago, people considered it his worst album. Now, maybe some people may say this album or maybe mm-hmm. the Yay album that came out last year. But, um, you know, I, I I couldn't even deal with that. You know, at the time, you know, it was tough for me to even listen to it. So now, to him for go for him to go uh, from an album that I consider to be blasphemous in title mm-hmm. to now an album that is called Jesus is King. It, mm-hmm. There's been a, a progression there. You know what I mean? And when he did uh, uh, Father Stretch My Hands and records like that, I was like. Okay, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, Ye's really on to something here, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And uh and, and then you know, an ultra light beam and, and those types of records, I'm like, okay, I, I like what he's doing here. I did not foresee that he would get to the point where he's doing a full Christian album, but I think it's one of the boldest moves that we've seen done by any artist in music. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? This is Did you th- like the album? This is the Kaepernick Neal. Right here in in music, yeah, yeah. Okay. Did you do you enjoy the project? I really enjoyed the album, mm-hmm. and I've heard a lot of people. I know some people can't even listen to it for reasons I've already named. There's some people that have listened to it, but they can't really get into it because of the Christian theme. Mm-hmm. They just don't identify with it. Somebody like me, I grew up listening to gospel music and still listen to gospel music to this day. Some people never listen to gospel music a day in their life, mm-hmm. so it's hitting their ear like a fucking slug to the chest. You know what I mean? Mm. It's not, it's just like, it's shocking. Some people are listening to it and saying, well, the music is not that good. I'm good with gospel music. I'm good with the content, but I'm a Christian. I just don't think it's that good. Okay. I'm on the far end. I'm somebody that I'm listening to the production. I'm listening to the lyrics. I'm listening to the actual concept of the records and I'm thinking to myself this is pretty damn good this is good I think it's two records on the album that I don't like I think he he he, he was he, he sounded like he was on his Jesus Walk shit okay what does that mean to you um like he that he sounded like the Kanye back then okay like he kind of came back to his senses or something I don't know okay there is a sense of I think I agree with you on that. There is a sense of clarity. Yeah, it's just clarity on this um, on this on this project. Yeah, yeah, it, it does sound like um, 
he has an understanding of where he's at yes and where he would like to go exactly um before it seemed like he was kind of just like lost and angry he was teeter-tottering like mm-hmm. I said, when you had records like Ultra Light Beam and Father Stretch My Hands, it's like, okay, I see where you're going. But then he's like, you know, then he's talking about bleaching assholes and stuff that's like that. What, like, that's oh. what I was talking about. Bleaching asshole. Yeah, that makes yeah. me an asshole. That's what I'm talking about. That Kanye. Right. But yeah, so like we're going back to that. And uh, like at that point with the Pablo album, he was coming in this direction, but he was still being pulled pulled and you know the, the bible says you cannot serve two masters mm-hmm. kanye in his interview with zane Lowe, which by the way um you know respect to zane Lowe, but zane Lowe is not hip-hop enough for me like i have an issue with zane Lowe in the sense that he just seems like one of these guys who's just i i, I don't know that's he, the that's the famous one he had the well the most the, popular no no this is the one that just came out on, on saturday the brand new interview right okay with zane Lowe. so yeah in this interview you know, I, I respect Zay Lowe, but he just comes off to me as like somebody that's a bit of, oh man, how I want to say it. He seems like somewhere on the scope of music to where he, he might champion somebody like the Beatles or the Rolling Stones or something like that. But I don't know how hip hop he is. I don't know his core roots into hip hop. Mm-hmm. And so some of the... The nuance I feel like is missed on him. Like there was a portion in the interview, for those of you who've seen it or listened uh, either way to the Zane Lowe uh, interview, you know, Kanye's telling a story about how, and I actually mentioned this on the podcast, which is, I kind of laughed when I heard it. He mentioned how Big Boy was the first person to wear a throwback jersey. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Kanye called it the Sky High video, of course, in what I called it, which is the name of the record, which is Black Ice, Goody Mob, right? So he mentioned that. And then he mentioned that um, he also, uh, Big Boy also wore a throwback jersey in the Cool Breeze Watch for the Hook video, right? So he's telling Zane Lowe this, and then he's saying, you know, he was do- working with JD down in Atlanta. And in Atlantic Mall, Mitchell and S had a, like, a little, little store, little kiosk or something like that down in Atlantic Mall. So when he was working with Jay-Z, he showed up, you know, day one with a throwback on it. Jay was like, oh, okay, yeah, cool, you know. And then the day two, he showed up with another throwback on it. Just, oh, that's see. And then by the third day, he showed up with another throwback. Jay was like, man, what you live in Atlanta? Like, what you, like, you know, how many, yeah. <laughs> how many throwbacks you got? Like, and it was just a cool, like super duper, like rap hip hop story. Like, that, like I was geeked to hear that because I had never heard that story before. And, you know, Zane Lowe was kind of like, you know, he, he, he I don't, I, I don't feel like he quite grasped how important that story was, mm-hmm. that anecdote, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? He kind of, cha- you know, he kind of took that in and went in another direction with it, which is good. You know, he's a good journalist, but I'm just saying some of the hip hop nuance is not just always there with him. Right. Right. But anyway, um, you know, in the, in that interview, uh, you know, Kanye was just saying that, uh, and I, I almost damn near lost my point because I, I, I diverted. But yeah, Kanye was basically saying that, um, you know, he he just wants to, um, you know, make music that you know p- people can actually like feel, like Absolutely. yeah, you know what I'm saying. And it, and it, oh, that's that's what my point was. Kanye was saying that because I was saying you can't serve two masters. He's like, if you're not doing something for Christ, you're doing it for everything else. Mm-hmm. 
So, you know what I mean? He's like, before I was serving Christ, I was serving my ego. I was serving the media. I was mm-hmm. serving, you know, my need to, you know, have sex or my porn addiction or alcohol mm-hmm. or whatever, all these things. Now I'm serving Christ. And mm-hmm. then, so I think that's what gave him that streamlined sort of mind state and sort of the, uh, the cohesiveness of thought mm-hmm. within the album. Right. Yeah. So I agree. Now, just to yeah, go ahead. Is porn considered a a sin or yeah? Mm -hmm. Really? Yeah. Yeah, Of course, pornography. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Pornography is considered a sin. So do you think if one watches porno too much, you shouldn't be watching it? So do you think that you can it can it can bring cursings cursings and shit into your life? Do I believe that watching porn can bring curses? I mean, it's it's a sin. It's a sin. Hmm. Yeah. So, you know. I got to stop watching porno. Who are you going to ask forgiveness for that? Hmm? Who are you going to ask forgiveness for that? I don't know. Who you? Who, who, who will you ask forgiveness for watching porno? Um, you know what? You have a point. You have a point. Okay. Because, like I said, I, I think that God is the universe. Right. So who do you ask forgiveness? So if you basically, if I don't believe in Christianity, then I don't need to worry about that then. So you're good. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. <laughs> so you should it's be one of them good. Things. I'm, see, I'm trying to figure this shit out. I'm trying to figure oh, this shit out. You should be good. <laughs> you're talking about curses and sins, but you're not a Christian, so you don't yeah, need to worry yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah. You're off the hook. But I, don't, I still, you think it's just, it's just. Amani, you're good, brother. Huh. You walk your own path and do whatever you want. Yeah, you can go on X videos right now if you want during the podcast. No, no one's <laughs> your universe doesn't care. Your universe is not watching you. Hmm. Your universe might be asleep right now. It's late. <laughs> <laughs> My God is always watching. Right, <laughs> so right, right. I gotta be careful. You understand? Know okay, but okay, you know, okay. but you, you know, you might be straight. Okay. Um I gotta look into this. Look, yeah, we are you know, we just we just talking. Um as far as the album's concerned, man, I'm going to get right into the review. Let's just, let's go by track by track. Every hour um, featuring Sunday service. Excellent record. Great way to start. This is just like a traditional gospel record. You know what I mean? This mm-hmm. is just, you know, this is like praise and worship for those of y'all who've been to, you know, actual Sunday service at church. This is just praise and, praise and worship. That's how we start praise and worship. And, and that's how he started the album. So I thought that was great. Uh, Salah, I think that's how you pronounce the record. Hold on, hopefully I'm pronouncing that correctly. I like that record a lot. Um, I thought I like his flow and and, and I, immediately I started rapping to it, like freestyling over it. You know what I mean? Just had that bop. Um, so I like that record a lot. Follow God, I think is is great as well. Closed on Sunday is the worst song on his album. Closed on Sunday, you my Chick-fil-A. I think that's terrible. I, I don't know. <laughs> I got I give Kanye a lot of praise. That record ain't it. Okay. That's the worst record on here. On God is fire. I love that. Everything we need, tie dollar sign, you are a gift, sir. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Ty Dallas. I think Ty Dallas and, and, and Kanye West do great work together. I, I, I love what yeah, these brothers do. Water, my second favorite song on the album. Fantastic. Great record. Love it, love it, love it, love it. Love Water. I've played that song like a hundred times already. God Is is fantastic. Love that record as well. Fred Hammond, thank you, Fred Hammond, for, for bringing authenticity to this album. The same way that, uh, you know, we, we had Kirk Franklin bring authenticity to the Ultra Light Beam record. 
um, you know, you have a gospel artist being on the record. It just affirms everything, right? So hands on, great. The best song on the album, Use This Gospel. With featuring, I can't even believe I'm saying this. I'm so happy to say this. Featuring the clips, the reunion of the clips. Did y'all think that y'all was going to hear Malice and Pusha T on a, on a Kanye beat in 2019? Did you? Of course not. This is a blessing. Mm. This is a God dream. This is everything, Amani. That's what it is. <laughs> Malice. Malice, I miss you, brother. I love you, brother. I, I met Malice. Um, I went to his book signing. I'm down in Miami. Great brother. Shook my hand. Autographed my book. I love Malice forever. Pusha T, I've seen him more than any other artist that I've seen in concert. I think I've seen Pusha T like 15, 16 times um, over his career. I, I love the clip. I'm the biggest Clips fan you'll ever meet in your life. I've, You know, every verse I've done this whole podcast is Pusha T or, oh, or Malice. I'm on it. You know that. So um, I love the Clips. I'm the biggest Clips fan of all time. And to hear these brothers on the track again, it was just incredible. Malice might have verse of the year. This brother said, y'all talking Rafe talk. I'm talking faith talk. Mm. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. I'm about to start praying in here, money. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you, Jesus. But uh, Malice, thank you, brother, for coming back. And I don't know why the Clips can't do this. I don't. We need a Clips album fully produced by Kanye West right now I guarantee it will be the best album of 2019 or 2020 whenever they drop it I don't know why Malice can't talk his faith talk and Pusha can just slow down on the cursing and they both can just talk about the perils of drug dealing say mm -hmm. what we used to do and then just talk about the pitfalls of it we mm -hmm. don't have to like glorify it yeah. we can talk about eternal damnation because you know dude through you know the, the act of selling drugs Absolutely. I wish they could do it again I really do so we need a new Clips album man because this song proved to me that it can be done and then Jesus is Lord is just a great way to close out the album man so like I said really Close on Sunday is really about the only record I don't like everything else I was vibing some records are better than other but for a Christian rap album by the greatest living artists and, and the greatest artists of all time um, I'm happy with Jesus as King. If you don't like it, I think you're in the wrong headspace. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, and by the way, I, I'm not sure of all the production credits. I did see Tim, uh, Timberland's name, Timothy Mosley, on one of the records. So I think he might have done some co-production. And also Pierre. Pierre, I think, produced on the Water record. Um, you talking about uh, Get Out of Here, Pierre? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, yo, Pierre, you going come out here? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like that dude, Pierre Bourne. I think is his name, mm -hmm. um, and uh, that dude is dope. So I, I, I like production wise. I, I thought it was great as well. You know, so this is not my favorite Kanye album, um, but um, for for the risk that was taken, for how bold it it, it was to do, um, I'm happy with it. And I, I've been listening to it, you know, for the last three four days, solid. And I'm gonna continue to listen to it, man. I haven't really hung with an album like this in a while. You know, most albums I listen to it one, two times and I put it down. Right, right, right. You know, absolutely. Um, it was the last time you listened to Port of Miami too. See what I'm saying? Yeah. So anyway, that, yeah, you yeah, right, exactly. bro. See what I'm saying? I ain't gonna lie, bro. That that was probably like a, a maybe a three three listens. Yeah, yeah, was... yeah. I, I think I heard that album two times, and I'm probably. The other day I looked at it because I bought Ross's book. Shout out to Rick Ross. I did buy his book. You and, ready? Uh, you been reading it? I haven't cracked it open yet, man. I have not cracked it open, but um, I got to finish it because my little homie told me he wanted to take it off my hands when I go back home to Miami. What kind so, of shit? Do you know what he's talking about in there? Like, what, it's what, his life story. Okay, it's his life story. Yeah, okay. yeah from, from birth to now. 
Okay. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm sure it's going to be a great read. And congrats to him. It is a New York Times bestseller. So congrats to Ross. Yeah, shout dope. out to everybody back home. I had a couple homies that celebrated birthdays over the past week. So shout out to my niggas. Yeah, that's dope. And uh, wow, Armani, I didn't even realize, bro. Time is flying. All right, let me get into my uh, my, yeah, my, sure. my review of the movie Dolomite. Uh, simply said, Eddie Murphy is back. Okay, this is one of the best movies that I watched this whole year, really? and I watched it for free. Yeah, is that why, or is because you watched it for free, or is it the no, best movie that it's, you? It, it's one of the best movies that I watched this year. Really, really, really entertaining. Okay. Very funny. I love the story. Rudy Ray Moore. I might watch that tonight. Um, I ch- he, he's a, he's an underdog. Mm-hmm. He did it himself. Got it out the mud. Independent. Y'all talk about independent. We talk about Master P. We talk about Tony Draper. We talk about people who did it independent. Rudy Ray Moore did it independent. He did it big. And um, you know, he took. You know, he he was a uh, you know open uh, uh he he was an opening act. You know what I mean? He mm-hmm. was like the you know MC at a small club man. And he started doing comedy albums. Mm-hmm. Blew up off of that. And then decided he wanted to make a movie, and he and, and he he took that 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 concept and that idea, put up his own money, risked everything, lost all his rights, and I mean, put up all his rights for his masters and everything to uh to his comedy albums and everything like that to to get the movie done, and the movie ended up grossing over ten million dollars, mm. you know, which is back there in the seventies, you know, that was crazy, mm-hmm. you know, and um, audiences love it and to this day, people quote Dolomite and and all that. Uh, all that type of stuff, man. So it's a great story. It's a it's an underdog story, and uh, Eddie did a great job of, of of telling the Rudy Ray Morse story, man. So if you haven't seen Dolomite, it's on Netflix right now. Just open up Netflix and watch the shit. Great film and very inspirational for me because he got the door slammed in his face every at every turn, uh-huh. and he figured out another way. He figured out another way. He figured out another way. And I, I was looking at the movie. I was like, Bree. Figure it out. Yeah. I'm Figure a, I'm it a, out. I'm going to watch that shit. I'm going to watch it, that shit tonight. Very actually. inspirational. Tell me what you think about the movie, Money. But watch that shit tonight. Um, I definitely enjoyed Do- Dolomite. And, um, you know, so I encourage everybody to watch it. This week, I'm so excited. Just a few days away from watching The Irishman. Mm-hmm. Three and a half hour epic. I'm watching it at the Egyptian Theater in Hollywood. I've never been there a day in my life. But I'll be in there on Friday. So next podcast, we definitely will have... A review of the movie The Irishman. Can't wait. Most def. What else is going on in money? Um, there ain't been no albums. No more. No other albums. Nah, besides uh, EA, right? All I can listen to is Jesus is King. Yeah. Yeah. See, I, I, I haven't. Uh, Akon dropped a new album, by the way. I haven't listened to it. Uh, it's called Akonda. Hmm. I, I love Akon. Um, so, yeah, y'all can check that out. I haven't, I actually haven't listened to it yet, so I can't review it. Um, also, Future's mixtape Monster is now on Apple Music. Yeah, hey, and bro, that, that, that shit, that shit hard. That shit hard. So hard you, as fuck. That was Future's best project. I yeah, mean. man. Li- listen to Monster if you never heard it, or yeah. you know, go get on Apple Music if you ain't, yeah, ain't fuck with it best. yet. Oh, Tank dropped something. What y'all think about that? No, I haven't heard that. I, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. There's like there's like two songs I like on that motherfucker. Oh, by the way, this week, my man, my homie, the big dog. Westside Gun dropping another album. I think he said this is his last album, quite possibly. His last album? This might be his last album, man. Westside Gun. Right, so he's done rapping? Yeah, he's just going to be a CEO, I think. From How from long has he been now. rapping for? Hey, I think he's been rapping for a couple years. Like That's f- it? Four or five years. That's yeah. it. He's done. He's, he's done. He's done. He's just going to be the head of Griselda Records. That's it. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. He has this project coming out and then he has the group album with him and Conway and, mm-hmm. and Benny and then he's done. So uh, we definitely gonna have that, uh, that West Side Gun album review. Hitler Wears Hermes okay. 7 is the album call, and it drops this week. So y'all check that out. Okay. Yep. You know, and uh, yeah, so, oh, I got to bring up uh, Melly. Okay, yeah. Melly Bad. Yeah. That's my, that's my you, baby. You mentioned Melly last week, I think. Yeah. I did? Yeah. Oh, shit. All right. uh, I think I've still been listening to it. Okay, all right. I got is. you. I got uh, you. Did I, did I bring up Dior Deposits? Guap Dad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I brought him up. That, yeah. for, by the way, we're going to have to bring him on this show Oh, yeah, for soon, sure. So he for can sure. talk about that. Because I want to hear about that shit. What do you want to hear about? Just the whole story. Just what What's, happened. What story with what? With Russ. All right, you didn't say what the audience on the Oh, oh, oh yeah, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, right, right. <laughs> I'm trying to lead you into yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the, I want to hear that story with Russ. I want to hear the whole, like. What, what happened? So I guess, I think Guap has said something talking about, like, I, I guess he mentioned Russ in a song or something. And I guess Russ, Russ's, his, his, his set time wasn't until nine o'clock, uh-huh. but he showed up at three. Okay. Specifically to confront him. Okay. And then what happened? Uh, he blindsided him, okay. and then I think he tried to like, you know, he tried to throw hands back, and then that's when Russia's security, like four dudes, tried to jump on Guap Dad. Wow. So I like when, I like when Guap Dad was explaining what happened. He's like, "From I'm from Oakland, California." <laughs> Just the way he said it, I was like, "Okay, man, Guap, I got you, bro. <laughs> I'm with you, bro." Nah, he was throwing him though. Like if you really watch the video, he was he wasn't like running like. Oh, the, oh, this video of the actual fight? Yeah. Oh, oh you didn't I see have, it? No, I didn't oh, see it. Oh, shit. Okay. No, no. No, in the actual video, he he got cornered and he started fighting. Like, oh, he really? Because like, he was cornered. Wow. And he started fighting. Man, shot the guap, man. man. Um, well, yeah, we do, we'd like to have him on Catch a Plays, man. Yeah, he going to come on. He going to come on. He said he, he already said he's with it. He he's, already said he's ready. Man, I want to hear his conversation oh, about gonna that. we going to have him on here. Uh, otherwise, um, I, th- I think that's pretty much it for th- for this week, and uh, you know we'll, we'll have more to come um, yeah. next week. Obviously, thank you guys for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it, man. We, we love our fan base, and uh, you know, Amani, you want to lead us out in, in prayer? You want to cl- close our eyes? <laughs> Let, let's say a quick prayer, Amani. I'm you gonna you gonna say a prayer? Yeah, I'm gonna lead. I'm gonna lead a prayer, man, before okay. we get up out of okay. pocket. Okay. Father you know, God, I ain't, mad. I ain't mad at prayer. Father man. God, bless us, O oh Lord Jesus. And in everything that we do, Lord, we ask you to forgive us for our sins. Help us not to sin no more. Help us to live the way Jesus taught us to live in a way that's pleasing in thy sight. And we just ask you for favor and grace. All the listeners of Catch and Play podcast, our co-host Amani, who is lightweight agnostic, but he still needs your favor and your grace, Lord Jesus. And let's pray for Bri Polo um, as he uh, tries to venture out and to do other things in this lifetime. And on his day to day. And uh, let's pray for all the kids that are sick and are hungry and don't have free lunch. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hey, that was a, that was a nice outro. Thank you, Amani. That was a nice Thank outro. Thank you, man. Y'all listen to Jesus as King, man. Jesus is Lord. For sure. Never forget. For sure, for sure. We gone. I think that's it. I ain't got nothing. I ain't okay. really got nothing to play today. All right, know? so you got nothing. All right, man. We we, yeah. we out of here on that note, man. Catch a place podcast. Bree Polo, Polo Shorty, big logo. I love y'all. Shit. Oh, matter of fact, you know what? I'm gonna just play some. Hold shit. on, a mic. Is it gonna ruin the prayer? Because I think we. Might yeah, it's gonna ruin. Yeah, the don't ruin. I'm gonna play some shit. Please, just please man. Fuck because up the I whole think shit. I think your, your mama even gonna enjoy this uh, this yeah, outro yeah, I just yeah, did, yeah. man. You I'm, know what I'm saying? I'm gonna play some shit. that's gonna. 
go right. We gonna no, don't do it. Let, let, let's get back ratchet uh, <laughs> next podcast because I, I ended it on a high note All right, right cool, now. Cool, cool. All hey, right. catching plays, man. You know what I'm saying? We gone next week. You already know what it is. We'll holler at y'all, man. Your favor ain't fair. <laughs>